2: Welcome back to episode 131 of the What Up Dole Podcast.
3: Coming to y'all a little early this week. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming I can upload it. Because <laughs> if right. I don't do it now, all right, let's not who knows go, when you get it. Right, right,
2: right. <laughs> uh, if, if all goes well, you'll get, <laughs> uh, well, you get it tomorrow when we really actually record and you actually get it Friday. So, one day early yep. for, y'all, for y'all to not listen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, we, we've been getting some some plays.
2: Yeah, and um, and the feedback has been awesome. So, um, and this week is a lot of feedback. So
3: yeah, this might be the feedback episode. I don't even know we gonna get to any topics. Right, right. This damn feedback. So yeah, that's what's up. So um, I guess let's just not bullshit and get it going. Actually, before we start. Okay. No- <laughs> <laughs> right, go. Uh, okay, that works. Uh, I was gonna see if I could pull up um, see if there was any more like comments or anything on the uh. On the iTunes page? It isn't. Oh, well all right then. I uh well
2: on the SoundCloud? Oh, are you talking about iTunes? Yeah, iTunes. Oh, okay. I don't even check the iTunes.
3: Oh, okay. Oh well, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> we don't I, check the iTunes. I checked
2: I just checked the SoundCloud one, so.
3: Mm, I can't look on my phone, so never mind. <laughs> if you if you left some iTunes feedback, sorry. <laughs> we'll read it when it's a little bit more convenient. Um, so yeah, what were you saying? <laughs>
4: No, were you oh, starting
3: to, uh, starting to starting uh, to read the feedback, right? Do we have anything we wanted to mention before we start? Um, fuck Trump. Other than that, I don't really got much. Um. That man might be up out of here soon. Dog. I think it's interesting that just now, like after almost four months people have finally started to talk about impeachment and treason. And I feel like I said like months ago, like uh like when people first started talking about collusion with Russia, I'm like, I felt like people were understating the importance of that. Like how like how is that not how does treason not immediately leak into your mind when you talk about the president's administration colluding with Russia to rig an election? Like I mean, I just I don't know, man. I just I kinda just felt like
2: he was gonna somehow trying to make it to be above the law and shit. And I'm just I've been waiting. I've been waiting like impatiently for the the final straw of things. Um, sharing information with Russia just seems like that that would be the final straw. But I feel like it's gonna be more it's gonna take more than that um, to, to get him out of there. But I don't know, it's just a downer because you know the impeachment of him is be great, but you know of course Pence becomes president. So then it's like what now? Yeah. So I don't know. I I'm really curious for this next month or so how things um, how things turn out. But I don't know that. it's just it's I I'm still amazed that he's the fucking president, dude. It like it, it's it it really 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 amazes me that people went out and was really with a conscious a conscious mind. Like yeah, I'm gonna vote for Trump. <laughs> Bless you. So you. yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. Um, it's just. Every day, it's like, damn, this motherfucker is really our president.
3: <laughs> and every day, something something crazy happens. It's like it's been... You can't say it ain't been an exciting fucking four months, dog. Cause every no, it's day been quite interesting. Shit I mean,
2: I think I paid attention to the first four or five months of presidency presidency now that I think I've ever had. Even when Obama first term, it was just like, great, he's in there. You, It's nothing to think that he's doing dumb, sh- crazy shit yeah. like that. Yeah,
3: it's like it's a new scandal every day. I think the... The firing of the FBI director was like the the start of the end. Like the the thing with him saying that uh, that Comey warned him about Michael Flynn, the national security advisor being compromised by Russia seemed to that seemed to get it rolling even more. And they're saying that uh, Comey has transcripts of like uh, not transcripts, like a, a memo or something that he wrote where Trump asked him to kind of like. <laughs> Just ignore what he knew about Michael Flynn It's like then everybody was like impeachment Impeachment I'm like so that's that's your was, breaking point What was the
2: Because I've been meaning to look it up but I wasn't too sure What is the actual issue with What happened
3: with Flynn Flynn was the national security advisor And basically The start of it was that He lied to Pence About having talked to uh, Russian Uh Uh Administrators, I don't, okay. I don't know.
2: I don't know. I don't know. The Russians.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He the lied Russians. about having to talk about the talk, having talked to the Russians. And so then he got fired. And then more news leaked that was saying that basically he had been compromised by the Russians. And then it leaked that he had that um that the Trump administration knew well before they fired him that he would have been compromised by the Russians. Then it came out that, like I said, that. Now they're, now they're saying that Comey wrote a memo saying that Trump asked him to, like, uh, I can't remember the words, but essentially, like, can't you look past it type shit. Like, hey, chill, dog. Yeah, like, can can you pretend like uh, that didn't happen type shit? And it just kind of kept going from there. And, I don't know, I feel like finding finding that out, being the straw that broke the camel's back, seems kind of odd. But, I feel like your presidency has to be short-lived if if there's even talk about having colluded with uh, Russians to to affect the election. So like the idea that he made it this long, not made it this long, but like the idea that it's been four months and people are just now starting to go talk about impeachment is kind of odd to me. I feel like talking about it earlier might have been kind of a bit of a rush, but I'm still kind of surprised that. It took this long for that topic to kind of come up, but I mean, there's some it, every day. There's like a new scandal, a new 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 news that breaks, and the most interesting thing about it is that the leaks seem to be coming from the Republicans. So it's like it's almost like the party is seeing that he's fuck shit, and they're they're putting it's like his administration and his people that are putting this shit out. So it's almost like they're actively trying to get him up out of there, probably because they know that Pence will do what they want, whereas Trump is like wildly unpredictable and right. says shit that contradicts what the like he'll say some shit and then um his staff will come out and say some different shit or his staff has to come out and say some shit to defend some wild shit that he tweeted and i think that the party is just fed up with him because they just they can't even, control him i think
2: they even know that he's just not capable of just being a figurehead like you know they 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 know so it's like yeah
3: and there was talk during the campaign that. Uh, that they did not want him to be the nominee but he became the nominee he he won the primary so decisively it was like they didn't really have a choice right so it's like i guess all this shit coming out they're trying to get him up out of there and that's good in a sense but it's also kind of like we're trying to get him up out of there because we know pence is going to do what we want him to do and like he's going to be the kind of uh I, um, it sounds presumptuous to say he's going to be the kind of president that they want, but he would be the kind of president that would suit their I mean, needs that's, better. That's,
2: that's not a, a bad thing to say. That, no, I was just saying it was
3: presumptuous to say that he's going to be the president. Like, like I'm already saying Trump's out of there and Pence is in, which I can't say definitively. I mean, like, I mean, yeah, it can happen. But um, hey, impeachment is such a is such a wild thing to happen, especially this early. Like, how long was Bill Clinton president before people started talking about that shit
2: with him? And he was going to get impeached for for lying about getting hit, mm-hmm. and morally whatever. He, but he wasn't doing none of the things that you know Trump has done and and continue to do. So, I mean, that was such a lesser thing. Like now we're you know you're you're jeopardizing our livelihood by sharing whatever these these so called you know uh, private information and shit. So
3: yeah, and I gotta take a little bit of an L on that myself because during the um during the campaign i was saying that they were both bad candidates and that (laughs) hillary would be really bad which i still think that hillary would not have been a great president but i mean my god (laughs) like like i mean man (laughs) like this is like i mean this is gonna go down and hit no matter the outcome this is gonna go down in history as one of the biggest debacles in American politics uh, ever. So, like, this is, like, the kind of shit that has happened and it has come out over the course of the last four months, it's like nobody would have been this bad. Like, like I was nah. watching Bill Maher. He was saying, like, you know, he he donated money to... He said he doesn't he's never really donated money to politicians, but he donated money to Obama because he was so scared of Mitt Romney becoming president. And he was like, Mitt Romney would be a godsend at this point. Yeah, like,
2: absolutely. Like,
3: absolutely. Like, man, like how like you thought Romney was going to be so bad that you donated money to a politician, which you don't normally do. And now you're like, fuck, like Romney, man, like that'd be great like they right wish now. You could
2: have fucking Romney as a president. that's bad when you can get to that point.
3: Motherfuckers would like to have fucking George W. Bush back at this point. <laughs> like, motherfuckers, even motherfuckers who actively think that he set up 9-11 are still like, <laughs> Bush yeah, would be better. He'd be better, though. <laughs> now,
2: yeah. So the fact that you can even consider something like that just shows the. the
3: the, the high level of fuckery that's going on. So it's like he makes all of the stuff about the worst politicians make. He makes all that shit look better. Like people talk about Nixon's corruptness, Trump makes that shit look like like a like nothing. People talk about uh, Bush's stupidity. Trump makes that sh- makes him look like a fucking road scholar. Like like he's just he's horrible in every way, and it, it's. I think it probably will happen at some point that he'll, he'll be up out of there prior to the end of his term, but man, like this is, this is ridiculous, man. Every day, every day there's something else, but yeah, let's, let's steer back to, uh, let's steer back on topic. So like we said, we got a lot of uh, feedback here. We have a lot from Baylor. We got some stuff from blue. We got some stuff from Chaffee, from uh, the Games We Don't Play podcast. We got some from Jeff Edmondson. So we got some stuff. So let's uh, let's get that poppin'. I call him Jeff Edmondson. I should call him – what's his fucking Papa Panda? Papa I Panda can't call him that, but ZYX or some <laughs> Z-Y-X.
2: shit. ZYX. <laughs> I forget what his uh, Twitter name is.
3: So uh, Baylor's, Baylor's first thing is actually a written email. Oh, um right. I bet before I read it, I, I feel like it's going to it's going to have the phrase my nigga in it far less than his voicemails do. <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. Um, the subject line is I sleep with Ms. Anxiety. And actually, we got a lot of feedback about anxiety. Yeah, which we, cool. sure did. we sure like, did. Like uh, we got some tweets from DJ Tim Hines and and whatnot. And I think it does kind of feed into your point last week about how um, it's not necessarily that anxiety is like a white thing totally but it, it's more of a thing where it's like black people probably just don't know that they have it or get or get checked out or you know actually get diagnosed with it and uh you you sent me a stat which I which <laughs> i thought was utterly ridiculous not that it was a stat that you were saying is valid but like it was something that it showed that like what did say? Twenty percent more black people ha- uh, experience anxiety, or well, no, no? It, they, wasn't, it they, was it they, was they, they, they actually reported it. Yeah, they, report. They, they actually reported. Go to and I'm a like, doctor. okay, that's a goddamn. But lie.
2: then I looked. But then so they had they kept the um their their references, and then the references was from like a government site or whatever, and it was just like interesting.
3: My personal experience uh, undermines any of that. That's not my personal experience. Is like. I know five white people who have it and I know zero black people. It's like almost every white person I know is on anxiety meds and no black person I know is on anxiety meds.
2: That's interesting. You find a, I mean, if, if the stat stands is true, you find the, 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 the lesser percentage of it, of all the people, you know, and shit. Mm-hmm. That's, that's funny, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe they are. I don't know. Definitely. I mean, I know, I know of some people, so I can't say that I don't know any black people that, you know, go for, you know, help with anxiety and stuff. But the stat was definitely interesting. I wasn't expecting that.
3: Well, I can't say that I don't know any, but I don't know any who have mentioned it. They might have it or take meds for it and just don't say shit. Right. But well, then that's again, that's the same thing that you were saying. Right. Like, they just don't acknowledge it. Whereas white people just keep fucking... What's that? Xanax in their fucking coffee and shit. Anyway, um, uh, so his email. I witnessed anxiety every... I witness. it says witnessed but it's just a witness i witness anxiety every once in a while my wife randomly gets these attacks throughout the year i used to downplay it because i've never had an attack myself i've had panic attacks before but that's nothing compared to an anxiety incident i thought they were the same thing i thought so too uh learn something new yeah both share sim- oh well, i guess he's gonna explain it both share similar traits but one is more powerful the reason i don't downplay it anymore is because i've seen how i can actually control your mind and mood now keep in mind that it also has to deal with the person's past as well. My wife hates LA. She lost two older sisters tragically to gun violence. Those those two things created a fear. Those two incidents didn't create the anxiety, but the feelings from those two incidents come back and pile on to whatever started the attack. She's literally gasping for gasped for error before, burst into a sweat and drove to the hospital. How do you know it's anxiety? Most of the time you don't even know what causes it. On top of that, she's a woman with emotions. All women, if not most, is just emotionally retarded. There's Baylor.
2: You <laughs> <laughs> went from this really, you know, touchy story about a sister to, yeah, women are retarded. All
3: women are emotionally, emotionally retarded. Um, my wife doesn't take medication for it because she's black, probably. Yeah. Um, doesn't take medication for it because that shit doesn't do anything but make you sleepy. It does calm you down, but your body will get used to the downer and crave for a higher dosage. That's just, a, yeah, that's how drugs work. It's a medical thing, yeah. right? I work with clients that have... That has, I, that have anxiety and is schizophrenic so i've seen cats react to these incidents to describe her feelings she said it felt like i was drowning being chased not knowing what to do and scared for no reason at all at the same time just imagine trying to calm a nigga down and they don't know why but they can't calm down because something is wrong like chill i can't chill i don't know what the fuck to do i get it that, that <laughs> right. down fucked up interesting he only said nigga once and it was not my nigga so I called it.
4: Yeah, no.
3: <laughs> I called it. He, he doesn't write it much. It's interesting.
2: We will catch about four of them on his, uh, this this audio. So.
3: We should try to count. <laughs> so I mean, I'm just gonna go ahead and play it because I, I don't really have a response to his emails. I mean, I, I, highly informative and an yeah, interesting story though. Yeah, for definitely, sure. Definitely. But I, I can't. You know, yeah, I can't relate. Sharing about yeah, it. I, I can't about his, relate about his wife. That's yeah, a, and that's I'm not crazy. about to be out here like your wife lying, nigga. Like you know, I'm, I don't have a, I don't have a response, but definitely a good uh, voicemail. Uh, let's see Make sure I got this Queued up
1: So look Piggybacking off my email If y'all did read my email first And to agree with y'all That black folks Do need to go Get their stuff checked out You know And I think the main reason Why we don't go Is because we're scared We have a fear Of getting bad news Like niggas think When as soon as they, We can have a sprained ankle And niggas will not Go get it wrapped up Or go You know Go get it taped up At the hospital Because they feel like They're going to get some messages Like yeah My nigga You sprained ankle You might Got about three or four weeks to live. I mean, that's just the reality. Anxiety, that is real. I'm married to a woman who has anxiety, and there's nothing I can do for her except for be there for her. And that's what everybody needs. It's not the medication. That shit, Mike, oh, that shit don't work. I'm being truthful with you. I have clients who's on medication, who takes numerous pills because they, you know,
3: schizophrenic anxiety all that shit rack up in one all it is is a downer let me pause it uh do you know what he does no he said he has clients with schizophrenia i don't know what he does i don't know why i assumed he was like a personal trainer or some shit though uh is that anytime someone says they have clients i always assume they're personal trainers <laughs> that's, that's weird but i would like
2: either that or he does like housekeeping or something shit no, I didn't know what the fuck he did. He called him a
3: house slave. <laughs> you know, like, uh, I,
2: I'm gonna clean your shit up, my nigga. Um, <laughs> um, I think uh, uh, <laughs> I, it's,
3: it's, I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to think about what somebody does who say they have clients. Like I always think it's a it's it's it's, a, it's personal training. But the fucking fool he sends, he can't be a personal trainer. No, he's
2: definitely not a personal
3: trainer. <laughs> <laughs> he have to be built like the rock for me to believe he's a personal trainer. Well, the fucking food shit he sends well, he us he
2: should be like the clumps the way his shit be. right <laughs> right
3: Yeah, it might calm you down
1: it might it might cool you down for a minute but after a while your body gets used to it and then you need a stronger dosage um everybody just need, and i'm not lying everybody just needs to, to smoke weed and go on vacation that's the only answer to it another thing is we don't support each other we don't
3: uh before uh again another pause um he, he said it partially in jest, but partially, I think partially truthful that people just need to smoke weed and go on vacations. I I agree with that. Like, I think that I'm, I'm we weird. would live in a much happier world if now granted people can't just go on vacations willy nilly, just like hey yeah I'm just going to fucking France some shit like that. But like I think a vacation can be even just a weekend trip to a city far away from the city you live in. Like even if it's just like a hotel in a suburb that can be a vacation. So like. Yeah, I, I got a I got a coworker who says he uh him and his wife they try to do
2: like a small any small vacation or something every four months just mm-hmm. to get the fuck away, break up the monotony and shit. So. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I, I totally get that. And yeah. throw in weed with that, and Damn, yeah, you, you, got you got should a happy you fucking live a weekend. pretty pretty happy mm-hmm. life.
1: We in a fucked up situation, y'all. We don't like each other. Whatever reason it is We just don't like each other The cool part about it is You want to know how bad we're doing You want to know how stressed out we are You want to know how bad anxiety is Throw a party Throw a party and see how alive that shit is Nigga, our parties be so lit and, 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 and the shit be so fun Because we let everything out You know what I'm saying That, that, that Truth be told Like we don't support each other. For, for the past three weeks, majority of the world has been shitting on LeVar Ball. because of, Not just because of how the shoe looked, not because of the price, because of his confidence and his cockiness. But the whole thing I got from it was what? The nigga's creating a business for his sons or whatever. I don't care if you're talking about the fame that he's getting off of it or what. That shit don't matter. This nigga's creating a business. He's doing something outside of the normal. And we can't support that. Niggas all need support, especially niggas with anxiety. Ding, ding. And we don't get checked out because we scared. We scared. We don't support each other. Niggas is just dying left and right without help. White people get help. They they have the support and they seek help. That's what they do. They research or they have people to research for them. It's called support. We don't have a good support system. We don't you know what i'm saying like i rock with you niggas on on on, like all jokes aside i support you niggas i support y'all podcast because y'all some cool ass niggas y'all have great content y'all have great chemistry as i said before and and
3: that's it pause again um i gotta stop i gotta stop narrating the pauses i can just pause it but um (laughs) uh he makes a strong point because I just from personal experience from the podcast, right? Like, I mean, I already know that black people generally don't support each other, really. But he's right. Like, he support us, and he don't fucking know us at all, dog. Like, we are just random internet niggas that he just somehow discovered. And he's the one who sent us the most feedback. He hit us up. Like now, we tweet tweet with him all the time. And and for sure, if we go to L.A. or he come here, we kicking it. And it's on some, just some real, like, I fuck with you type shit. And that is, like, to me, one of the greatest things. Because, like, I personally am not, like, a fan of humanity. So, like, I think <laughs> it's dope when, like, you can meet somebody new who you fuck with. It sounds kind of dumb, but, like, that to me is super cool, uh, to just meet a stranger and be like, yeah, I fuck with you. And, like, I enjoy what you, what you do or your product that you put out or whatever. And... Get cool with somebody to the point where, like, I will kick it with you outside of whatever it is that you do. I mean, and that's real
2: because, I mean, hell, we we have local people that we know personally that know what we do and don't fuck with the shit we do. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's dope as hell. You but know, they bite it though. No, well, <laughs> the people that don't listen to our shit. I mean, I'm sorry, the people that don't have podcasts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, as as the support thing is really dope and it's much appreciated. So
3: yeah, I I just wanted to point that out because I. I That's what that's one of the dopest things like we don't have like a huge fan base or nothing like that. But like if we had a fan base of five, like the five motherfuckers that support us is great. And then it's even better when it's somebody that is like random because like you can have. Okay, so like take, for instance, photography, right? I started doing photography. I don't even know how long ago, 2008. So throughout the course of my time doing photography. You gain a certain amount of fan base, but it's largely, at least for me, because I never really popped off like that, mm-hmm. photography-wise, is people that I know who fuck with what I do, which is also great. But it's a whole different feeling when you reach people that you don't know, that are total yeah, strangers, definitely. and they fuck with what you do. Like, that's an awesome fucking feeling. So I, like, I appreciate all our fans, but the fans who's, like, just kind of, like, picked us up randomly, however it was, and have never met us, and still fuck with us, like like him or the games we don't play guys or or uh, guard now. Yeah. Who yeah. did you just say? Uh DJ Tim. Oh yeah, yeah, DJ Tim Hines, Axel like all of them and, like and well actually that's how I, uh, I came across them same shit podcast. I fuck with what they do with as far as uh DJ Tim Hines and uh Axel Foley like I fuck with their podcast and I became a huge fan of them and in turn they they fucked with my shit and it, like to me that was crazy cuz it was like i'm like i look at it like i'm a fan of you and you fuck with me that's dope Mm -hmm. like i'm like i was a fan of you first (laughs) like so i mean that's that's cool i've really enjoyed um building relationships with people who we don't know and have never actually met but who just fuck with us on the podcast tip to the point where we would fuck with you in real life like that's a dope dope set of circumstances to me
1: that's it. I support you niggas on that level. We can argue about anything. I don't
3: give a fuck about Joe Buttons personally. I don't give a fuck about I do, none of this shit personally. I'll talk about your. I'll dog your football team. I'll dog your basketball team. But at the end of the day, my nigga, we can... Lakers ain't shit, dog. Like real. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> you know, you, you well, he could dog my basketball team because his his has been significantly more successful than mine. Like, but. Hey, Raiders ain't shit. Well, no, the Raiders are, Raiders are decent. But, like, yeah. Raiders ain't won no Super Bowl lately. <laughs> lately? Yeah, put them up. Lately. lately.
1: Get some drinks and go eat. Support. We gotta learn how to love each other. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to do that. That's <laughs> the reason why niggas, we in a fucked up situation, y'all. We just in a fucked up situation. And, and the thing about white people going through certain shit and comparing it to ours, no, it's not the same. You want to know why? Because right now or 20 years ago or 30 years ago,
4: if I get pulled ago.
1: over, I'm nervous off top. Even if I know I didn't do anything wrong, license and registration, straight, no tail lights out. Nothing like that. Fresh, clean car. Just got the shit detailed. If I get pulled over, I'm nervous. A white boy get pulled over, a white woman get pulled over. If they do get pulled over, they don't have that same feeling. Like I said, I'm married to a woman with anxiety. She lost two sisters to the gun. So all that shit plays a factor.
3: That's crazy. Two sisters to the gun? That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? There's no
1: medicine that's going to help that no medicine. Like I said, if I had to chalk it up to... Look, it's three things that we can do that can help anxiety. That's support, that's marijuana,
4: <laughs>
1: and that's vacations. That's family time, or personal time, or social time with your friends. That's what it is. It may, it may sound like a joke, but that's really what it is, my nigga. No, it
4: don't. It's no, not, it's not, it's no medicine. Ooh.
1: It's not a fucking white pill out there that they can give you that's gonna make your life better. Is not that shit gonna help you get some sleep? That's that's just but that's the only thing that is gonna do is help you get some sleep. And them voices that's talking to you, they might the value might go down. But other than that, my nigga, no, no, we all you gotta you gotta break everything down. Everybody didn't have no, everybody didn't go home to two parents. Everybody didn't go home to a, a warm cooked meal. You know what I'm saying? So you know our past has a lot to do with it. And you do have to go get yourself checked out. I know I got, I know I'm fucked up. I don't have my parents. I, I haven't had, you know, I lost my mama in 08. I lost my, my dad in 2011. I'm all the way fucked up, but I still push through. You can't tell by the shit that I post on the gram or, or that I post on Facebook, but I'm fucked up. I need to like, my, ther- my therapy comes through y'all. I'd rather really talk to y'all than go lay on somebody else's couch. And the shit cheaper. Off top So that's what we gotta do man And I agree with y'all We gotta go get ourselves checked out And it's not just It's not just a black thing You know Everybody has anxiety I've seen motherfuckers trip out before You know what I'm saying But the shit is real I don't play around with it I'm not built I I don't have anxiety I've had a, a few panic attacks before um, but as far as anxiety attacks, I've never had them before. And I used to like, I ain't gonna say I used to make fun of them, but I thought lightly of them until I seen my wife in action. I seen my wife break down, my nigga. That shit is cold. You know what I'm saying? So, if y'all looking for an answer? Like I said, we gotta do, we gotta support each other. We gotta just stop hating each other. What the fuck are we hating on? Like, real talk. Oh my bad, the
3: message was too long, but hey, nigga had to get it off though, right? Pause. What, all right, brother? <laughs> nigga had to get it off though. Pause. Uh, yeah, that was a great voicemail, man. It was definitely I've appreciated everybody who's commented on the anxiety shit, cause like I I told uh, DJ Tim Hines on Twitter, I was like, I hope I didn't come off like an asshole with my questions, cause like I know I framed it in the framed in the sense of like, is this some white people shit? But like I, I literally it, it's really based off my life experience it's like I might, I might have framed it jokingly, but legitimately I, I have not seen any black people who are on anxiety meds. And I feel like every white person I know in life is on anxiety meds. So like I've appreciated everybody who's come through and provided some sort of information about that because it's been incredibly informative. And um, uh, what he was saying about. Uh, getting yourself checked out or shit like that. I don't hold any, like, to me, that shit's not taboo. Like, I don't hold that shit in some kind of thing where, like, I'm embarrassed to do that shit. I've seen a shrink. Because, like, he said, I know I'm fucked up too. Like, I'm uh, constantly angry. And I still, I can't even really pinpoint why. I think it's kind of like, um, I just retweeted maybe like an hour ago this, uh, tweet that Sean King did. And it was like a meme of, uh, James Baldwin. And it says something like, um, uh, his famous quote. Yeah, uh, I, I, I can't remember. That. I'm not gonna try to quote it verbatim, but it essentially said that to be black and woke is to be constantly enraged, and I, I I doubt he said woke, but uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but that's what it that that was the that was the meaning of the statement, and mm-hmm. I think that's probably why I'm so angry all the time because I take I take a lot of shit seriously, and I also I've also I hold a lot of rage or anger. Toward the idea that I can't be angry about the shit that I'm angry about, which let me explain is that I expect a certain a certain amount of, uh, I guess, home training from people to put it to put it uh, simply. Uh, And it bothers me when I see people who constantly behave in selfish or inconsiderate ways. And then I don't like the fact that if I get mad about their behavior, then I look like an asshole because I'm the person who got mad. Like, and I get mad over shit like that all the time. And like, my wife would be like, why are you so mad? And I'm like, because this person shouldn't be such an asshole. Like, but then like, I'm the asshole because I got mad. Right. Like, it's the dude that lived next door to me, dog. Like, he, I've been living in my house for, well, same my time my daughter's been alive. So a little over eight months. And, like, up until like the last month, there will be random Thursdays where this nigga will put his trash can dumpster in front of my house. Like, bitch, nigga, I live here. Like, I, underst- I don't know how long you lived with my house not being occupied, that you have three dumpsters in your backyard and you put them wherever the fuck you want. But you know I live here now. That time is over. Don't put that shit in front of my house. Like, that's inconsiderate. That's rude. Like, that. To, and to me, that's like rudeness of, like, the highest degree to put your trash in front of somebody else's house. Like, that's rude as fuck to me. And then I go out in the morning to put my put my shit in front of the house, and I got to move your shit to put my shit there. And, like, and then I blow up and get mad as fuck, and my wife is looking at me like, why are you so mad? I'm like, because he a hoe-ass nigga. That's why I'm mad. Right. That's a fucked up shit to do. And it's like I'm always so angry because I don't understand people who are rude, inconsiderate, selfish. I think that kind of behavior is the highest order of fuck shit. So I get mad at that. And then it's almost like my anger is like overreacting like to people. Like I get mad at shit and it's like, why are you mad? And I'm like, well, should I not be? Should I just, like, let other people be assholes and then let it roll off my back? I wonder, now, now, and I'm asking because I I
2: have a similar situation with my wife. Um, It's like when, when you're mad, you're basically voicing your frustration to her.
3: Yeah. Well, she's included in my vocal frustration. I'll be outside moving his trash can, like, (laughs) like, spewing venom in hopes that he'll hear me. Like, like, so I'll be outside at like six o'clock in the morning, like that yelling, <laughs> yeah, like yelling. I moved his trash can into like the middle of the intersection, like, like So I get, oh, I get, I don't want to, I don't even want to call it overboard angry. I get to me, it's appropriate, appropriate anger for me to get. Okay, maybe moving his dumpster into the intersection was an overreaction, but I only did that once. You that know,
2: was the first time. Now I ask because, like, okay, so I think. I think just me and my wife, we probably have a, a, a justif justifiable level of road rage You know, people just drive fucking stupid, it's just what it is. But we'll be in a car and she's like yelling at fucking cars, but the windows up, it's just me and her. I'm mm-hmm. like, these niggas can't hear you, mm-hmm. so I gotta listen to you fucking yell and scream. And I'm like, Why don't you let the window down? Let these niggas know then or something. <laughs> because currently, I'm just hearing you yell, and I ain't did shit. Like, I understand your rage because I have it too. But yelling at them ain't doing shit because they can't hear you. I'm the one in this bitch got to hear you screaming and shit. So I didn't know if it was one of those things where you know you just you're pissed off and she's catching. She's not catching literally, but she's just you know just happened to be there. So she she hears the rage. She hear me from shit. inside the house.
3: <laughs> Now, if you're out like, outside, why are you outside screaming? <laughs> like, now that's now that's different
2: because you're actually screaming at the the actual thing that's happened.
3: So. Yeah, and I, I and I I make sure that I'm loud enough to be heard. I do. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, he stopped doing it, but like well, well, I, I can't he say he stopped permanently. He hasn't done it in a few weeks, but yeah, <laughs> I make sure that and but you I'll even move this tra- guy. Huh? You don't even talk to him. No, but that's why. <laughs> And she was like, "Why you don't like the neighbors?" I'm like, "Cause they do ho ass shit. Like that's why I don't like them. Cause they selfish and they rude and they're inconsiderate. And they frame it in this sense of like, uh, not not the trash can thing, but like another thing they do is like they're like mad nosy. And they frame it in the sense of like, and and I, I explained this to like you, Canadian like having shit. Yeah, having like neighbors who are like old and they just kind of like nosy. And it's like on the one end, you like, yeah, it's, you got somebody watching over your house. If some shit pop off. They gonna see it and they'll tell you about it, which is good. But I think there's like a blurry ass gray line between being observant and helpful and just being old nigga nosy. And I think they are, <laughs> I think they are habitual line steppers across the uh <laughs> to, into the realm of uh, just being nosy.
2: Yeah, I uh, I was I got home today and um, I seen my neighbors that cut their grass like the week like two weeks ago and they had their shit cut. I had grass clippings all on my fucking driveway and that shit was just nasty as hell. So I blew the shit with my blower back on that grass and all that shit. And as I'm pulling up, I see it cut and I'm like, Man, I hope they did this shit right. Cause I'm about to tell because I meant to tell them last week that whoever cut their grass was just fucking foul. And when I pulled up, it was all cleaned and well. I'm like, okay. Yeah. i don't gotta blow the fuck up because i was already i seen it as soon as i hit the corner i'm like oh they cut and then i was like i hope this shit ain't in my fucking yard again and i was yeah. like yeah so yeah I, I get it i get it but now you know you uh you you have a uh potential uh new smoking spot so yeah that's gonna So I don't you have know. to interact
3: with them at all yeah so which is but, ideal for me like they, they could be nice and i probably still wouldn't want to interact with them but i mean <laughs> that's just how i am like, I, I always wish I had cool ass neighbors though like like why I have to move into a neighborhood of old nosy inconsiderate motherfuckers like I like to move into a neighborhood with like people my age who like just like to kick it and smoke and drink and just like yeah man we over here watching the fight man come over here and get some uh, get these drinks man let's get these smokes popping and let's watch this game you know some shit like that like that would be so cool to, ha- to meet like like it's exactly what I was talking about with, like with Baylor like if Baylor was my neighbor. Like he was, he was, he just like cool. Like yeah, come through. Let's watch this game. Let's, uh, let's go over to fucking Cuzzos, get some chicken, man. You know all that kind of shit. Like that'd be cool, man. But I always end up with like obnoxious fucking neighbors.
2: Yeah, that's my. I don't, I don't really have like neighbors I fuck with. It's a white dude across the street. He's probably the only person I really talk to. Other than that, I don't really know the new people over here. They're they're just okay, left to the right of me. But I don't fuck with these niggas so. I just you know tell my friends to come by and shit, so, <laughs> so I ain't got to deal with them. Deal yeah, with them, exactly. or I mean, yeah, I have an option
3: at least. So shit. Um, who? Uh,
2: which re- feedback
3: you want to go through? Uh, well, we got two from uh Blue, who hasn't uh Blue hasn't written us in a while, so this should be interesting. Uh. He has one about locking phones and another about anxiety. So we got that popping. And who knows, maybe these voicemail, some of these other voicemails might be about anxiety as well. Um, so I will, both the blues are uh, written emails, so I'll read those and go from there. Uh, oh, this is real short. Oh, wait, am I on the wrong one? Yeah. Okay, so locking phones. Okay. Well, I could make the argument about marketing the same way car companies don't let phones. Okay. <laughs> It's hard for me to read emails with poor punctuation. I'm sorry, Blue Man. You know I fuck with you, dog. But this first sentence already has just, me thrown. Just, just
2: fix it as you were, as you would have would have written it. I guess. Well, I, I
3: sometimes I can do that, but sometimes it takes me a minute to like. If there's a whole lot of fuck ups, it takes me a minute to like even realize what they're saying. Cause like if you don't, if you just don't have commas and you got a long ass sentence, yeah. well, it takes me a minute to figure paraphrase. it out. i sure will. I'll, I'll see what I can do. While I could make the argument about marketing the same way car companies don't let phones around their new cars. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get it. So they can control the information that is released. Same with the iPhones, etc. I don't understand that sentence at all. Someone already spoke of that. Okay, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, So I will give the real reasoning. How many plane tickets were sold in the U.S. September 12, 2001? Uh, For anybody who might not know, that's the day after 9-11. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) "Eh, maybe very little to none. How many plane tickets were sold? Okay. What would happen if someone came and shot up a venue? There are rarely metal detectors, right? Why do people shoot up schools? Because they are familiar with the layout and know what the security consists of. Companies like Live Nation and Ticketmaster have to pay insurance on their venues and they want to sell tickets. If people consistently record, or even just take pictures inside a venue, they are gathering information so they become as familiar to the venue as kids are to the schools they shoot up. This is starting to sound kind of like a reach, but... Is this uh, like a conspiracy theory? I don't, I don't know. Okay. Let's continue and see. The problem with announcing this is it tells people just how unsecure these venues are and they could affect ticket sales by millions. While, yes, it is partially marketing, it is also security, the same way the public isn't allowed to randomly film inside federal offices and buildings. There are certain jobs, especially SRT, which is Special Reaction Response Teams, and SWAT, where people are hired out of security just to answer the question, if you were to raid this building, how would you do it? And buildings build their security in response to that. Ask ask someone how they planned a bomb or attack a building, or even rob a store. You scout it, find out the security, the exits, and other information. Kind of simple once you know the mindset and reasoning. Um, From my gathering, it sounds like he's saying that the phone security is tied to um, the security of the venue. Uh, That sounds more like his his area of expertise, so I kind of got to take him at his word on that. Like I said, to yeah. me, just as a person who has no idea about that kind of thing, it sounds kind of like a reach to say that phones might be uh, outlawed because you're opening yourself up to security vulner- vulnerabilities. But I think that's the gist of what he's saying there. Yeah, I mean, it's not my expert, my 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 area of expertise of knowing, so well.
2: I can't dispute it and say that's BS. Right. But I, I, I guess it's it's a point. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, like, uh, Mr. Monotone was saying, though, tickets have always said no photography and video or whatever like that. Um, I do think that it's a possibility that what he's saying is, is also the case, Mm -hmm. but I do also think it's, it's just strictly a, uh, almost like a copyright thing. Like, we don't want you recording something that is not meant to be, uh, redistributed. And if you photograph it or record it the intention in their mind is probably to redistribute it in some form right whether that's putting it on youtube or just sending it to your friend it's still taking content that is supposed to be paid for and providing it elsewhere for free i think that's generally what it what it is
2: yeah i agree i definitely agree and i think we kind of made that point too so Mm
3: -hmm. and like i said my things have always my thing has never been about that it's been about specifically the chris rock thing and and being made inaccessible because that's unique so you could cite no photography on tickets to the cows come home they've never made it made you inaccessible and yeah. at that point to me you're crossing a line between uh that goes you're crossing a line that goes beyond just the importance of making your material uh Unable to be distributed. Uh, his other one is about anxiety. It's real super, super, super short. Uh, black people have anxiety like white people. We are just so used to dealing with the stress. It seems normal. Anxiety creates stress. Stress gives you high blood pressure, a common medical problem in black communities. Alcoholism or self-medicating for anxiety. Google, Google inner-city PTSD. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I have no problem believing that. Uh, inner city PTSD is a thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, that's,
2: defi- I definitely agree. Definitely can believe that's a thing.
3: I mean, shit, that's what Baylor just said. Yeah. He said his wife lost two sisters to the gun. Like, that's still crazy to me. Like, it crazy in the sense of, like, what are the odds? Like, if you ask most people from, from the hood if they know anybody who's been killed uh, by gun violence, they're going to say, yeah. But two siblings, like, that's. Man, I, you know,
2: I, I think my brother every fucking day, and and it's new. It's only been since November and stuff. So, I just couldn't imagine another sibling going out the same way. Like, right. I just, I can't, I can't fathom the 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 emotional toll that that fucking takes. That's just, I, I couldn't, man. I just. I just I feel for her like so much right now, dude. Yeah. Like, I cause could, I could just not imagine it. So you know, I I remember, not remember. I'm sorry. So, um, the process is going for all the um all of the people that were involved in uh, my brother's uh brother's murder. Um, they're all caught. They're all in jail waiting on um their sentences trial. and stuff Sentence. trial, which I believe is not going to be much of a trial um and and things like that so when's that supposed to happen do you know it's it's still pending um but they've all they so we've been getting um uh what do you call um impact statements okay and which impact statement is pretty much is uh you pretty much write how this has affected you and you write you know and so forth so um so you've been writing
3: impact statements? or yes. Oh, okay. I thought you said yeah. you've been getting impact statements. Well, I'm sorry. We get a form. It's a form. Oh,
2: okay. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. So it's a form that you, you know, and you kind of, you know, express how how this, how this has impacted your life and stuff like that. And so, you know, it's like four or five questions, but you can expound as long or short as you want. But it's a question on there that says, you know, has this affected you from... Um, working or just living your day to day and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, you would think for some people, you know, if if they can't handle what's going on, they probably can't go to work, you know, their day to day, their parenting, whatever the hell they're doing. But you feel
3: like you can't you can't say do that, right? Say or do that. Like you feel like you can't say this is affecting my ability to work in the sense of like cuz you need to go to work. Is that is that what you getting at? Well, you no, making I, a face like nope. no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I was just getting at that. You know, there's a question on
2: there that basically asks your mental state now. Mm-hmm. And you know, there. I, I, I say that to say that you you have people that probably can't function. Like it's just this event has totally fucked their world up where they can't do anything. Right. You know, and so and I've even considered you know. uh some sort form of counseling, you know. And at the earlier times when I've filled out some of the paperwork, you know, I, I mean, I noted that, you know, I'm really considering, and I still may. But you know, just, you know, I'm just thinking about beta's wife, you know, to experience that, you know, and to live normal. It's like there's no real normality, you know, normal, you know, living, you know, I'm saying, because that's just constantly got to be on your mind. Like that's just nuts, dude. But you know, somehow, like I say black folks somehow end up having to deal with it more so than you know a lot of other people and so but we've made that point and so stuff like that so yeah anxiety's a trip man sounds like it um we have some more feedback uh
3: you just keep it moving keep it moving
1: what up doge boy btg man just calling in saying like you know how sometimes i be getting all soft and shit pause Whatever. I just want to say, man, y'all still doing a good job with the podcast. Uh, you know, don't, you know what I'm saying. Leave buttons alone. Nope. Uh, content is still strong. The chemistry is still strong. Hey, my nigga, this the, this food this food podcast is man, it's overdue by now. Like niggas been eating all kind of shit that I wasn't supposed to be eating because I'm supposed to be working out. But fuck that shit. Food is good. Um, so, yeah, man, we still got to get, we got to get, uh who's that, uh, DJ Tim up in New York with them whack-ass pizza slices, <laughs> them diet-ass pizza slices. We still got to get Sean and Chaffee over there at ETMF. Whoever else want to hop up in his fade or whatever. And, and, look, let's just get this straight. This is not a L.A. versus Detroit versus uh, Atlanta Slash Chicago versus New York type of thing. I just need to know because I, like I said, I will be traveling, you know, in the future to a lot of these places, and I just want to know where all the good food spots is at ahead of time because it, I've been to places. Um, I went out of town before and not knowing where to go, I have to ask people on the street. And now nah, I rather ask regular ass hood niggas who got the same issues in life as me uh where they eat at ahead of time so just let's get that thing cracking man you know what i'm saying let's get that thing rolling and i'm gonna keep tagging y'all and shit just to bother y'all i don't care if (laughs) y'all like it or not i'm still gonna bother you niggas because we gotta get this thing rolling this is gonna open up the doors for more and more ideas when it comes to these food when it comes to this food and and shit like that like hey let me find out let me find out that niggas can ship food across the country and get there in you know in a day or something like that and still preserve all the... You yeah, know, you hey, Dry let ice. me find out, my nigga. Let me find out. One of you niggas got a drone? Mm-hmm. No, one of you niggas got a drone, it's cracking, homie. I'm talking about... I don't know niggas how long,
2: long going it's going to take the food to Cali, get there.
4: Though, but
1: mm-hmm. I get it. But I need that, man. Whatever y'all niggas got. I don't know. The last thing I seen in Otis' post, it was... What it was it, Coney Island pizza or some shit like that and have mustard on it? I'm not gonna lie. Looking at it, you should be ashamed of yourself. But I'm like, yo, I gotta I might have to taste this. I might have to try that. So, yeah man, let's let's, let's get the wheels turning, man. Let's see. Let's check niggas schedules and see when we could do this, alright? Alright. Oh, and fuck Donald Trump too. Andre
3: drake what drake do <laughs> What Drake
2: do? all <laughs> right so i want to address the uh the coney pizza so i, I, I mean I, admit- I want to address the food podcast okay so. yeah so the coney pizza i was i had posted it um online and he had commented he could kind of he, he said it looked ghetto or whatever or something and so the history of little caesar's which is uh, a Detroit pizza, and Coney's just go way back. So it's more—it's not much of a—it's not a ghetto thing at all. It's just a combination of like two long-standing food entities in the, in Detroit. Okay. But it's—I posted it on Facebook, and people were just like making all these stupid faces, and uh, I'm like, it's the same concept as a Coney Dog. It's bread. It's ground beef. It's chili. It's onions. It's, and hot dog, it's the same shit. Like it's 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 just a different form of bread. I'm like, if you eat coney dogs, you probably you. That was just frustrating. Me. Like, are you looking at what the fuck it is? Like, it's the same shit except for melted cheese. That was the only thing that probably isn't on a coney.
3: You know what that reminded? What that reminds me of is the uh, fake backlash to KFC's double down. Duh. Like that shit irritated the fuck out of me, dog. People were looking like, oh, that shit look like a heart attack. Like that's the most unhealthy looking shit ever. I'm like, Nigga, this th- shit's a smooth five hundred something calories. Meanwhile, you eat motherfucking cheesecake factory every fucking course, and like y'all eat. Nigga, every, wasn't it two all pieces of chicken and bacon shit. in between, or some shit. That's all it is, dog. It was two pieces of chicken with bacon and cheese, dog. Like how is this the most egregious fucking gross shit you ever seen? Like is people just want to, people just want to talk when they need to shut the fuck up. That's yeah. the problem. Like yeah. they just got to say some that, shit. That,
2: that double down caught the most backlash for no fucking reason, dog. And it was fucking
3: delicious. No, I'm so mad reason. that it doesn't exist anymore because I would still eat it routinely. That shit was phenomenal. Yeah. Can you like everybody loves? Okay, like you like you mentioned with the the Coney Island pizza. It's the same ingredients as a Coney dog, which everybody loves. The double down was KFC original chicken, which everybody loves, and bacon, bacon which everybody, everybody loves, loves, and cheese, which everybody loves. So why the fuck you think this is the worst shit ever when you eat these exact same things just in different ways? Now, like, the only,
2: now the only, one of the only things recently that I saw, and I was like, I'm not fucking with it, was the Poonski Coney Dog
3: yeah i, I don't couldn't, i couldn't i can't do it i don't deal with sweets
2: and regular food as a combination like i just yeah that that, that's, that's the thing too. i couldn't do that so
3: and i still thought about trying again i, I it. did consider it now <laughs> if it was in my
2: presence i may have i would have tried it i probably wouldn't have ate the whole fucking thing but i would have tried it but i'm not going out seeking out fucking jelly donuts with conies on them and shit you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i mean i, I have that's, my sounds ridiculous i have <laughs> my standards damn it you know what i'm saying so i was like nah that's coney dogs with jelly donuts yeah that, that, sounds, ridiculous. That, sounds <laughs> that sounds terrible that sounds terrible i feel like you know the the coney pizza was the coney dog pizza was a pretty cool now i'm not to say that i will you know because the consistency of the bread is dope it's pizza bread so it's a little different so I don't see myself seeking out the shit. And I don't think they're probably going to have it long anyway. But um, I mean, shit, it'll at least last the whole season. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. They're get so. rid of
3: it mid-season. they probably not.
2: Some yeah, Some so I mean, it. even a season. You know what I'm saying? But niggas ain't going out, you know, finding with. I mean, that's a seasonal. I mean, that's a one-year deal. Well, I think they do. Poonskis exist year-round. I would say, they, but they just, it's just more popular during. It's just popular on that one that day. Fat
3: too, is that before, right before Lent? I think so. Yes,
2: yeah, so I think the whole premise of and, and I don't know why I've never thought about the whole premise of of, of Lent, I mean a Fat Tuesday, but I believe <laughs> it's before you go on your diet for Lent. So Probably. you're just eating some fuck shit, you know what I'm saying, beforehand. And,
3: and to also to talk about the Coney Pizza too, like when they released it, I was like mm, I don't know about that. That doesn't sound like something I want to eat. But looking at it in person, I was like I could have. I might eat that. the only reason I didn't get one is because the nigga that looked like DJ Khaled that was sitting next to me gave me a full fucking pizza. So I was like, I had just bought one for me and Michael, and And he gave me another. I had
2: a slice of that shit. Yeah, yeah. I gave you
3: a slice of that shit. Like, so it was like I already had two. Well, I didn't physically eat two pizzas, but I had two pizzas in my possession. I wasn't about to go buy the Coney Dog joint, but I was thinking, I was thinking about it. Like, you know what? I might have to try that. And chances are. Rewind. If I go to another Tigers game, I'ma try it. <laughs> I was about to say yeah. chances are I'ma try it. If I go to another Tigers game, I'ma try it. It did not look that bad. No, it was, it was cool. I could
2: I could have dealt with a little more uh more hot dog on it, but mm-hmm. you know it was a lot of bread. You know what I'm saying who orders you know no there's no coney with like minus or half the the
3: hot dog. And, and I shit. also didn't realize that it didn't have sauce. That it had sh- like. Chili.
2: It was chilly under
3: the knee, yeah yeah so, so it was like I think people really think was. pizza
2: and they think yeah. combinations of shit and they think it's like red sauce or some shit. I
3: think they thought you it know. was just pizza with hot dogs on it, and like that's totally different than what it actually was. But let me tell you, my my stomach was fucked
2: up. Damn. That next day, um, but it was a combination. I had a hot dog when we first got there. Then I had the coney pizza. Then I had the slice of pizza from homeboy next to you. Then I had that fucking Bailey's with uh um.
3: Coffee with Bailey's. Coffee with Bailey's, excuse me.
2: Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> coffee, with, with, coffee. A, with a shot. Of, not even a shot. And so, yeah. Sidebar, I'm sitting here, and I thought you threw something at me. But it was a fucking bug that came flying <laughs> past me. Because I literally thought you just threw something. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I see this little bug. Man, these bugs are tripping today. Anyway. So, uh,
3: as far as the food podcast. So, on my end of it, I thought the food... I kind of interpreted the... I was kind of holding off on the food podcast because... I thought the idea was that we were going to actually try each other's food and then podcast about it. But how so are we going like, to do that, though? That Well, that's why I was that's waiting. That's That's why I was waiting, because I thought, like, are we going to go there and do the food podcast, try some of their food? Are they going to come here? I thought we were going to talk about each other's foods that we had or tried. It, so Something so like, we got to wait to do
2: this shit till somebody uh, travels. Yeah, so based on what Baylor is saying is that. We're doing, like, here's talk here to about, try. Yeah, like, just local food shit. And I don't know how it's going to work, though. I mean,
3: I don't know if we can make an episode out of that. I think we can make an episode out of it if we just talk I about, like... I mean, I like, guess it doesn't
2: have to be a, a, long, a long episode or whatever. But. Yeah,
3: and everybody can talk about, like... So, looking at the way he framed it, if we get everybody involved, we can have a portion where everybody talks about the food spots to hit in their spot and what's good to get. And we would have... A LA, a LA portion, a Detroit portion. Uh Sean, I think he lives in Atlanta but well, is he's from, from Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. So he could hit both of those cities and I've been to Chicago and then we get DJ Tim Hines on, he could talk New York. Like so and then I've been to all those places as well. So like um I can Yeah, I just haven't been, I, can speak I haven't been to Cali,
2: so I've been all of the other places.
3: I can speak um, the food that I've had in each of those places. When I went to New York, I was there for for work so like well not work work but like for photography i was working and i didn't go anywhere too crazy i just went to spots that were in the general vicinity that i was staying at which was uh well i wasn't staying in manhattan but i was working in manhattan and i was staying in uh queens queens i don't know but um i could talk about the places that i've had i mean the food that i've had at each of those spots. actually i can't speak to atlanta because when i went to atlanta i was a kid so i, I don't, don't even know that. if atlanta really does like atlanta specific food though i can't think of anything in atlanta
2: this atlantic atlanta ex- specific excuse me
3: chick-fil-a and that's it but no
2: that's not even Atlanta specific <laughs> though yeah it's like i mean the times i've been the the to uh you the times i've been there so you've been in at
3: Atlanta multiple times.
2: Yeah, I've been there. I used to go there like I um I had an aunt that lived there. As an adult? Um early twenties. Okay. Um, that that would classify. Th- yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess it would. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I was eating shit. I went to that on the one place that I think it's closed now, but it was uh Gladys Knight has a soul food spot.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen I it. Remember on, uh, that. And I remember travel channel.
2: Yeah, and I remember that being cool. Um and then it was just she like she
3: made it look like her chicken and waffles shit on Roscoe's. Dude, I don't I'm even it was so, so long ago. I couldn't even
2: I can not even tell you. Um but I just that but that was only specific to Atlanta. So I can't think of anything that's you know, maybe I think you say Sean is in Atlanta now? Yeah. Yeah. I would have to ask him. But that, that's the whole point of the podcast. Sean so could tell us about well, I guess, the Atlanta yeah, spots. Right, right, right. I guess he would be able to tell us that. Yeah. And so yeah, I think if we can do that, I think if we structure where we given out you given top spots in, in the city. And everybody go, you know, and it um, would we'll be a dope Is that we can actually... Yeah, okay. We, we'll talk about it, but yeah.
3: But yeah, yeah, I like the idea because I feel like we can just talk about, like, I know I can run off a list of a few places that I fuck with mm. and the best things to get there. Like, the craziest, the, you know, the most unique... That, that's kind of what I want to tailor it toward is, like, unique shit that you get at these places that you like. Like, we ain't going to okay. sit here and talk about what Detroit Burger King is like versus fucking California Burger King. But we could talk about... Spots like that are specific to here and they can do the same. So I will talk about you know like what's crazy though? Hudson Cafe um, or something like a, that.
2: A bug that's so close to the light. You feel like it's a bat in this bitch because of the shadow. Because <laughs> I had to look, dog. Like, what the fuck is flying in here? <sighs> All right. Yeah, that that's dope. So, yeah, we
3: can we need to you know, kind of. So working under that premise. I'll work toward getting it organized. Cause like I said, I thought we were gonna try each other's food. And I thought I'm like, one of us somebody's some entity is gonna have to travel before we can do this. But if we're if we're just gonna talk about our specific shit and basically like exchange notes, we could do that anytime. Yeah. So it'll just be a matter of getting everybody's getting everybody schedules together. lined up. Hopefully we can do which, like a uh given the time zones could be a uh, yeah, something of a struggle, but we record so late that it wouldn't really <laughs> probably end up. It would you know, really fuck with their time. It would be so dope. Like, we could
2: do like a. Um, a it's Google, one AM right now. We so could do like, right. We could do a, a Google Hangout for everybody on, mm-hmm. and then just you know, do that. So that'd be dope. So yeah, let's we 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 we, we figure that out. That'd I really don't fun. want
3: DJ Tim Hines talking about his fucking cardboard fucking. <laughs> uh, New it got to be
2: more to New York than just the the flat pizza. So I'm curious to hear. To Hear about some other shit. So. I'm
3: so tired of that pizza.
2: And I, I went. And that, I fucking had it. And, last and I said, I've been there. I've had it. Last time I went to New York, it it's was unimpressive. It was 2001. You went to New York in 2001? Oh shit! It was right.
3: It, <laughs> yeah, was, it was right before right, 9/11. It was
2: like I went in July. Hmm. And so yeah, that was the last time I've been. So it's been a, quite some time. So um, I know nothing about what's good, good in, in New York. I, I think so. I
3: went in 2010, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Sometimes
2: I like want that. to go back, but just haven't yet, so maybe so. Um Okay.
3: What do we have anything? We have any more uh Yeah, we still got uh Chaffee sent a voicemail. We have another email from Baylor, a written one, and then we still have uh Papa Pandas. <laughs> Alright, well, let's do Chaffee's then panda, we'll do panda.
2: Baylor's after that. Alright. And then we get to Papa Panda.
3: I'm so sick of that panda, fucking twitter. Panda, name. panda, panda, panda. Panda, panda, panda. panda, panda, panda. panda, panda. That nigga's so awful. He's horrible. Did you see that one picture he posted of his parents? Yeah. And his dad had on like a bonnet. And he had some book about how to pay for something when you broke. Or Paying for college just, for dummies or some shit? He's or so was, fucking garbage, though. I don't know. I'm like, didn't, your son ain't got no money to pay for you for fucking college? And you don't understand that if you are famous... yeah, Shit, you ain't even got to be famous. You can be a regular fucking nobody. If you post a picture... Niggas is gonna be looking in the background for something to clown Everything, you on. And he had everything in the background. He had all the jokes in the background. I post shit like I will have I won't have a background. And or if I do, I will check that bitch. Like mm-hmm. it ain't gonna be a stray sock laying around in that bitch. It and it definitely ain't gonna be no fucking dirty mattress on the floor. <laughs> like like uh no mattress with no like sheet on, bitches be posting no, no sheet on it. And <laughs> no, right. Look at nah. dog feces on a fucking mattress and shit <laughs> like man he should have been better than that but again he's retarded so there's that uh so i'm gonna play chaffees and uh i don't know the levels on this bitch look iffy what but up though
5: it's the homie oh, Chalfie. just wanted to comment on a few things you guys have been talking about lately um the first Wait, one, one, one i wanted to talk about was anxiety um you know michael I, I think uh you know, you talk about like is it a black or white thing um and why it's kind of like a struggle to uh, address. Hear- I think you're on the right track for sure, but I think it's less than a race thing and more of like a socioeconomic status type of thing. Um, because I feel like a lot of it comes from like dealing with anxiety or even recognizing anxiety. is like, um, you know, some in some places you kind of just deal with it. Like I think like Otis was saying, you know, it's like one of those old school thoughts. you just like, you feel what you're feeling, you move on, you know, you work through it throughout the day. You don't really just sit and dwell on it. It's like, fuck it. You know, like this is what I got to do. I mean, that's the logic I was raised on. It's just like, uh, let, you know, you feel shitty, whatever, keep moving. Everyone's feel shitty. And then you just grow from it. Um, but I think the flip side though, is that, and especially now I work with a lot of kids I work with, you know, parents and adults and whatnot, is that, um, people don't feel anymore and they're like afraid to feel and, like what I mean by that is like it's that helicopter parenting or it's that it's someone else's fault for whatever is happening you're making me feel something and that's not okay and so we don't know how to deal with feelings anymore um, and when I say we I mean like as a society you know it, it it's always Everything's bigger than what it needs to be. And so you have people saying, you know, this thing is stressing me out, which I think also is confusing stress with anxiety. I feel like stress leads to anxiety, but that's different. You know, stress is just shit that's bugging you and kind of weighing heavy on you. But like legit anxiety, which is something that I like handle like on my own every day like i don't sleep through the night i wake up every like twice throughout the night um with the feeling of like dread or like heavy pressure on my chest like yeah i know before i know you're probably commenting right now pausing and saying yeah go to the fucking doctor and see that but again referring back to my earlier statement you know growing up in a different socioeconomic status i mean i got money now i got insurance i can go to the doctors i'm not gonna do it like because it was just well, you know kind of what's ingrained in me and i know i'm going you know around about <laughs> my what i should be doing but it's just like nah i just deal with it and i move on and during the day i do my work i don't let it bog me down it's just one of the things i wake up and and there's occurrences that have occurred in my life that have got me to this point of like anxiety issues but i learn how to work through it And that's very different from the person who goes uh you're making me feel bad or you're making me feel sad and now i can't go outside or um you know i don't like when this person talks to me and that bothers me and it's like nah that's just that's whack like that's just i don't like which is very different from like an actual physical like anxiety issue, so I think those two things have to be separated. Like, what's giving you anxiety? What's stressing you out? And what is just something you genuinely don't like? Because I feel like there's just a lot of punk people who don't want to deal with what they don't like, or they just want to blame someone else. Um, you know, and as I was starting to go into earlier, you know, I see it with a lot of the kids I work with. It's just like the smallest things make them crumble, but that's because they're not equipped to deal with someone telling them no someone telling them they don't want to be their friend um you know a little shit like that you you learn to grow past it um but that's kind of the, the culture we're we're nurturing now um and then a big piece that's that's getting left behind is resiliency you know the ability to snap back like a rubber band you know you have your days when it's rough and you're getting stretched thin and you're just like man this is like super hard And it's all relative, too. You know, my hard day is not your hard day. Um, But you got to learn how to deal with it and kind of just adjust. That rubber band is always going to pull back. You're going to get to the end. But that doesn't exist anymore. It's just like everything's bad. Everything's a disaster. Everything's a shit show all the time is what I hear. And then I constantly have to come in and support and say, it's not that bad. This is how you're going to work through it. This is how you're going to be okay. But... I don't know, there's a, there's a different divide, but, you know, kind of going back to the original words, like, I think it's less about race, I think it's more about the socioeconomic, you know, I think if you're on the other end, where you, you got the money, you got the insurance, you got the coverage, you feel those feelings, and you live in those feelings, but you'll live in them for too long. And then on the other end, it's just like, I mean, I'm sure you, I, I don't know, you know, your families and your backgrounds and stuff like that, but I'm sure you've heard it too, where it's just like, man, I stop crying? Or you don't need to be mad all the time. Just get over it. And then that just gets ingrained. And so they're they're opposite ends of the spectrum. But I don't think it's a black and white thing. I think it's more socioeconomic. I think it's more historical. You know, what, it, what have our families taught us? You know, you know I was raised with the, uh, you know, men don't do Oops, sorry. this, women do this. You know, there's the divide. But, I, you know, I guess it's our job to kind of raise our kids differently. And then along you know kind of moving away from the anxiety it sucks it's real like i said i struggle with it um but i push forward yeah maybe one day i'll go to the doctor or i'll die from a heart attack i'm not sure which one yet we'll see what happens um now going back to your chris rock thing um i, I see i see what you're saying i totally like understand where you're coming from um and you make a pretty airtight argument and thesis what Which makes it really hard to try to convince you. Um, And so I think it really comes to this. It's down to choice, man. Like, honestly. Like, you know, and Otis is saying, like, well, that's up to you. Like, you either go or you don't go. I think that's really what it boils down to. Because big picture here, and I heard you say it a lot. And I know you're going to Joe Budden me and be like, nah. But listen, you choose to.
3: Can we stop saying I'm a Joe Button's people, dog? Like, why like, <laughs> oh yeah, do you compare me to Joe Button, dog? I like,
2: think it, I think it was just the the, the, <laughs> the level of intensity of Joe Button. I don't think it was like the shitty part of Joe Button.
3: Oh, I'm like, man, I'm not out here uh, just. <laughs> I don't, no, uh, no yeah, I, I, I no. Honestly, I'm I consider I, Joe I, Button to be the antithesis of me. No, I, I think feel like it, Joe Button just is just I think loud, wrong, think just, just think shit. The 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 the
2: energy of it, not necessarily. Nah, I don't think they're gonna just call you Joe Button, but.
3: Y'all gotta stop calling me Joe Button, dog. I'm taking offense, dog. <laughs>
5: For real. Like, if those tickets are like a hundred something dollars, like you said, like, mm, I'm gonna really think about it, because as consumers, like we're we're choosing with our wallet. If if I don't like what's being put into place, like there's certain like I go to a lot of like live events. If I don't like the venue, I don't go. If I don't like uh, even some of the opening acts, I won't go. If I don't like the conditions that are put in place, then I'm not gonna go because no one's making me go. Even if I want to be there, I'm like, nah, I'm just not feeling this. I don't like what they have in place, um, and I'm even though I have, I'm a dad and I got kids and stuff like that. Like, I don't mind the phone policy for. A different reason that haven't hasn't been addressed yet and it's not to sway your opinion just another perspective um being out in california being out in la like it's way too much of a phone culture like no one lives in the moment it's all about documenting it and what am i going to do next but not being in the moment and there's something to be said because i've heard other artists like comedians and musicians say i don't want phones in my show not because of the the filming not because of the youtube post because i want people to be in the moment like all i see when i go to shows is just people holding up their phones and wanting to get that best picture and taking like 500 selfies and it's like did you really pay that much money to just take selfies the whole time like that's what they made cloud service for is just for you to have 100 selfies at this show so it's detaching and it also it it ruins the moment for people like me who want to be there and want to enjoy it and not see your fucking phone in my face the whole time hey man Um, don't go that's a problem for me (laughs) and so when someone says hey put away your phones let's just kind of be in this together uh, i'm with it i'm fine with that because that to me is like a that's a fun time because then people start moving people start feeling people start enjoying and that's really hard out here in LA. Like that doesn't happen. Cause it's all about, is someone gonna see me? Am I gonna see someone else? Is this gonna be my special day when I get to hang out with whatever celebrity? And it's like, man, stop it, you're not. So just enjoy where you are. And that very rarely happens. So on, you know, that's just my two cents on it. I'm fine with it. But big picture here is if you don't like the conditions, don't go. And by not throwing in your money into that person's pocket for whatever reason, That's kind of in a sense like your vote like if enough people follow that that person might recognize like wow I could have made a lot more money. I wonder why not. Oh, that's because I had this other, you know, this stupid uh, Contingency on coming to see my show. So it really depends Um, but I but I I hear you too because We don't have a huge support system at least within my family and so I don't have a laundry list of like call these ten people before you try to get a hold of me. So both ways but that's just one of those things man you know it's kind of up to you you choose and then um you know last thing is really funny to me you had said uh you know 90s 90s music doesn't have a distinct sound man you are tripping so hard uh 90s music has a very distinct sound 90s era was like the era in my opinion the era of genres everything was a subset of something else you know that hip that's like I feel like when the hip-hop umbrella or, like, arc really just started turning into, like, you know, your backpack rap, your knowledge-based, your, you know, like, all the all the sub-genres really came out of there. And then you also had a distinct sound of, like, people just wanting to be the next Wu-Tang. Um, a lot of shouting, shout rap in that time, or a lot of slow West Coast rap. Like, they were very distinct sounds. I mean, our, everyone wanted to have that Dre uh, sort of, uh, chronic is that little like theremin type of sound in the background. That was super common. Those are distinct sounds. Um, and, I, and I think all all generations, all eras of music have that. I mean, um, and so I hear you too when you say like, yeah, 80s has a distinct sound. Oh, it definitely does. It was experimental. It was more synth. It was more electronically like designed. Um, but you also had a lot of like, when you think about like your, your R&B sound man it's like was so so full so like composed Mm -hmm. and so sampled from that date forward um and so when you say things like you know like 80s music isn't really timeless I agree I don't think it's timeless I think it's time stamped same as the 90s like you know it came from that time you know what era it lived in and so it it can still exist beyond, and no matter what decade it is, what genre it is, what era it is, there's always going to be a bunch of garbage, and then there's always going to be like the stuff that rises to the top that you can continue to listen to. So whether you're like liking a Prince or not, or a David Bowie or not, or um, you know a Dr. Dre or Snoop or not, like whatever it is that you're feeling, you know it's it's all opinion too. You like it or you don't. Um, there's distinctions along the way and in my opinion i mean like 90s was like the trashest era of music in my opinion The '90s? Um, that's yeah. really when i stopped listening to a lot of um modern music pop radio but mostly anything on the radio that's when i started really learning how to like dig into like record stores at the time um you know going starting to go to like underground shows just really starting to dig in because I, I needed something more raw i needed something more polished and not just a bunch of musicians trying to sound like someone else that was in their cluster um you know everyone says like oh the 90s was the golden era and i was just like i don't forget there was a lot of whack shit in that era too so it wasn't all perfect it wasn't all beautiful but you know music's music it's all to what you like what your tastes are um and then you get to like our modern era where it's like you have guys like um like Lil Yachty like I love that interview because he really did help hold his own against Joe Budden I mean he he let that dude just look like the biggest fool and I'm not saying Yachty is like the greatest artist ever but like Yachty Migos um you know the the, a lot of the new guys that are out now they do serve a purpose like that's that's for the that's for the youth like that's what they're into that's their vibe and if you're trying to have like a fucking young people party that's what you're gonna play and every generation before that has done this, too. Oh, that music's whack because it was all about this. It was all about my time. And it's like, yeah, it was all about your time. But what ends up happening is those people who say, like, this era was better than that era sounds like the same fools who, you know, used to have that illustrious fucking like, L. Bundy high school football career. And that's all they can live in. It never got better than that. Yeah, you know, I have a lot of friends who are like, oh, this music is like the best because it was just in this time. And I'm like, but you're missing out on all these other bands. You're missing out on all this other music because you can't allow yourself to be exposed to it. Um, and so I do like when you guys say, like, it's just not for me rather than just crapping all over it. Because, I mean, that's the simplest thing. It's either for you or it's not. And you just keep it moving. But so when you have someone like Joe Budden trying to go in on this kid, it's like, dude you messed up like you you're trying to still hang on like some mild success you had a long time ago like for me he was never on my radar until recently with all his yelling um so he's just he just sounds super dumb to me but that again like these are all my opinions um and then last piece um, get a mic for that homie you have in the background. <laughs> he seems like he always has some interesting stuff to chime in on, but uh, I can't hear a damn thing he's <laughs> saying, because he don't have a mic. Yeah, so, <laughs> he always shows um, expectations. yeah, get a mic for that dude, man, so you know, we can hear what he's saying. Day. And then, um, last piece, fuck Big Bang. You know I'm going to say? it. Oh. Trash-ass show. So, Thanks, you guys. You you guys do an awesome show. I love listening to it. Um, Every time I'm listening to a new episode, I'm always, like, having a dialogue along with you guys. Like, yeah, that's good, or I agree, or I disagree. But you guys always put it in a good context that, that, like, elicits conversation. So, you know, you're not just, like, a pile of haters just wanting to make noise for the sake of making noise. You actually bring up good points that I can... I can agree with or I can disagree with, but it's very civil, and so I appreciate that because, you know, it's just, like, I think both of you guys had said, like, you know, you get a Joe Biden who just wants to talk loud in a small space, and that's very common. it's like, Just like, right. who's the loudest? Who's the wildest? And you guys don't do that. You bring some logic to your conversation. You bring substance to the conversation. So thank you so much. Keep doing what you guys are doing, and uh, I'll catch up with you later. Peace.
2: Um, two, two
5: points.
3: Adam, uh, he had several things I wanted to discuss. I hope I remember them all. Yeah, I'm that's when I am going to interrupt it.
2: Yeah. Um, two points. One, I think I like the term, um, dated versus, uh, I guess what what what, what are we what are we we use it as.
3: We said timestamp.
2: Timestamp, but I think what were what were we using? Like, uh, I can't think of the phrase we were using for the '80s music. Um. Probably Dated. Dated. But yeah, I think I think I like Time Stamp better. Time stamp better. Um, just because it just, I don't know. It, it is what it is, but it just, I don't know. 80s is probably my least favorite um, like era of music. I was shocked that he said 90s was his least favorite. Just because I felt like 90s was the biggest era for, at least the genres I like was uh, R&B and rap. So mm-hmm. I was a little shocked at that one um
3: i even think the other genres were at their best in the 90s
2: like oh like
3: rock and like alternative shit like, like what the, i would have thought the 80s were like rock errors uh. i mean they might be but i mean like if i listen to everything like i would say 80s like rock and shit like that was super solid as well but 90s is still my favorite is in the in all genres that of music that I listened to in that time. I
2: mean, it was so many great out. Al- I mean, I, and I, I guess I don't know what 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 genres of music that Trophy actually really really enjoy. But if you're a hip hop fan, the '90s had the dopest albums, dopest. Not to him. Yeah, so I was <laughs> like, damn! It just threw- that I was going to take it back right one. Well,
3: um, <laughs> okay. So the first thing I guess I'll address the most recent thing. Was uh, his talk about the music. And, I okay, again, I don't recall if I said that the 90s didn't have a distinct sound. I may have, but... Maybe they all have what,
2: distinct, distinct sound. Maybe the wording was... Yeah, maybe most.
3: I worded it funky. If I said that, so be it. But my, my feelings on the, the 90s genre... Is, is, is basically... It's is, is what he said about the 80s. It's timestamps. Like, I feel like... And he, he the a good way he used to describe it was that synth sound. Like, that was very 80s, right? And... But to me, that sound didn't... Didn't leave the 80s. Like, it... It stays in the 80s. Like, that's, that's there. It doesn't... I don't listen to that now and think this sounds dope. I listen to it now and I'm just like... This sounds 80s. And... The difference is that I listen to stuff from other decades, and it does have a distinct sound for that decade. But I listen to it now in 2017. And I still think it's dope. So it's like I, I I think what I mean is that the distinct sound for other decades and in, in in various genres to me is more long lasting and timeless than the 80s. Like, and again, like you said, it's personal preference. Like there might be somebody who listens to 80s shit. And it's like, oh, this shit is forever, son. Like, this is amazing. But, like, for me, and 80s is the really the only genre that... I mean, o- only time that I feel that way about. Uh, stuff that sound... Music from previous decades, 70s, 60s. All that shit, if it was good then... It still sounds good to me now. Like I still, well, I can't say then. Like I listened to it in the seventies, but yeah, like
2: like seventies R and B is still like dope fucking R and B. Exactly. But I don't I listen to like, that. And I feel like, 80s, like this sounds but I dated. I like eighties R and B.
3: Yeah, it's but I like
2: seventies R and B. Like totally love. Right. 70s so I
3: I, R&B. I I listen to other dec any other decade of music and think like oh this sounds good now like because it just sounds like good music. Right. And I hear 80s shit and I feel like this just sounds like dated 80s shit. And I, that's just how I feel about. 80s music like it just does not resonate with me now like i I, I, that that, and that's not exclusive like like all 80s shit but it's like because there's still 80s shit that i will fuck with now but it's like largely that sound to me does not translate into good music today whereas all other decades to me do right so it's not so much that they don't have a distinct sound it's that to me that that sound is is exists in the 80s for enjoyment in the 80s <laughs> and for me to it's not possible for me to derive enjoyment from most of that shit now whereas i can derive enjoyment from other decades now so that's what what i meant by uh by that statement um so let me talk about the other stuff he said so he mentioned um the chris rock thing
2: um I, think he, I mean, I think he pretty much, he made similar points that we all, I mean, we all, everyone who made comments, and even the episodes, we've talked about it, so I think he's pretty much made the comments that we, we, we made, so uh, I don't know if it's much to expound, because I don't think it was um, new, uh, although I think the one part that I think he made, and I get it too, is that, you know, uh, a, a pre... A pre-phone era in concerts was just you there. You're enjoying the show. You're capturing mental memories. You're not, you know, distracted by the stuff. And so I kind of I could I could get that nostalgia of of it. So I understand it. Um, but
3: well, I like this is like this is like a sore spot for me because I hear this a lot now in just in this era of smartphones and recording everything and capturing everything and selfies and all that kind of shit the idea of living in the moment and like we've discussed it on here before like I don't buy into that logic I like think it's I a, it's a pure it's a pure preference of how you want to enjoy stuff so it, it it's not it, it beyond that it's a it's a preference of like he feels like if you're taking selfies or recording video that you're not in the moment but you can't speak to somebody else's experience right so like i look at it like if i'm in a concert and i'm taking video of what's going on i'm not i'm the two things aren't mutually exclusive like just because i'm recording video doesn't mean i'm also not in the moment you can't be one you you don't have to be one or the other you can simultaneously do both you can be in the moment and you can also be recording. It's not like once you start hit once you hit record on your phone that all of a sudden all the rest of your senses cut off and now only your phone is active. So now you're not enjoying whatever's happening. You're just recording. Like and I I always hated that that train of thought that I can't live in the moment. Like there was a there was a moment and we talked about this when it happened was uh, Beyonce yeah telling somebody to not record like just and she said something like just live in the moment and that pissed me off because i'm like you're fucking up my moment i was trying to live in the moment and then you decided you wanted to chide me for having my phone out like that to me like i can't i can't get with that logic because i feel like you can't tell me that i'm not living in the moment because for you that don't work like if you feel like i'm not living that You can't even say, tell me what I'm feeling like. If you feel like you can't live in the moment and record or something at the same time, okay. But you can't say that – you can't put that experience on somebody else. Like I – for one, I record video or take photos in order to have that moment in perfectly clear quality moving forward because memory don't last. Like can can you – i don't have an eidetic memory i don't think i know anybody who does i can't recall something that i experienced in vivid memory but i can look up look at a video of it and it will be that exact exact same vivid memory for now and a hundred years from now it'll look exactly the fucking same but my memory don't work like that and nobody i can say definitively that practically nobody else's does because very few people have an eidetic memory so you can't just like live it like you can live in that moment and that experience but when it's over it's over like you you will never be able to recall that the same way that you experienced it whereas if you have your phone out and you're recording it you can at least i can i don't know maybe maybe everybody else's senses shut down when they start their phone up but mine don't so i can live in the moment and then i can also in the future recall that moment in crystal clear fucking vivid Video, I can look at that and be like, Oh, yeah, like both sides. I I, neither
2: neither one bothers me in my experience of it. So, if it's a person sitting next to me that's just in the show, it's a person next to me that's taking it, doesn't bother me. He made it sound like that affects his ability to enjoy the show, and I'm like, What's that got to do with you? Yeah, but I think, yeah, I kind of and yeah, although I swear to God, I don't want to talk about this shit on the next episode again, um, but I think. It's your experience shouldn't be bothered by other people having a different way of enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, like, you know, if you, if, like I say, if a person, this person next to me, as long as you ain't in my seat trying to record over and get an angle or some shit or, you know, whatever, it doesn't bother me. Um, but, you know, if that's the way you want to, rem- you know, you want to enjoy yourself, fine, don't record. Or if you do, you know, fine, record. Like I say, no one's not. Happen on my experience of Of, of enjoying the show I, I don't care
3: Yeah, And there was another thing that he mentioned That I, I was concerned that I would forget And I absolutely have <laughs> So it was it was before he mentioned the Chris Rock thing Was about anxiety? No It was after that But before talking about living in the moment uh, Shit I knew this was going to fucking happen I was like, I should pause it. And I actually said, like, I should pause it and write it down. Yeah, I
2: think think future reference, I'm going to sit here with a notepad, like, just uh, points or whatever. Because he he, he had a bunch bunch of different... uh, A bunch of what? He had a bunch of topics, you know, that he made points on. And um, I didn't have any other ones that was, like, really that I wanted to expound on, though. Let
3: me see if I can... Damn it! Oh, I think that was what it was. You go or you don't go. Like, um, no, that wasn't it. Fuck, I don't know what it was. There right. was another point that I wanted to make, and I fucking lost it. I knew I would too. And I said, I, I, I almost paused it several times. I was like, I should write this down. Cause I know, like I mentioned, my memory is shit, so that's why I that's <laughs> why need, I record you things. You need another phone so you can play play the play,
2: <laughs> the, play the fucking uh sound bite and rec- uh, take your notes. <clears throat> but yeah, so yeah, I um yeah I, I he had some good points. Like I said, I think the, the biggest point I think I took out of it was the uh the dating the dated era or whatever. Like I said, I'm still shocked that he said '90s wasn't a, a good era, but like he said, you know, it's his. That's his. That's his deal.
3: Yeah. Um, we have anything else? Where are we at? We sure do. We have another email from Baylor, a very short one, and then we have uh, Jeff's. Oh shit! I thing. forgot. Okay, cool. So uh, we're gonna fly through these. We're already an hour and a half. And we haven't talked about anything. Um, it is the feedback podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Baylor's last one says asking for a friend. Whatever happened to the Australian listener? Good fucking question. She has some dope feedback, again, asking for a friend. Until Liquid Slap, Lonzo Ball will be the next Penny Hardaway minus the injury, just to piss him off. <laughs> um, I can't speak on Lonzo Ball. I don't know shit about him. Uh, I mean, he's pretty much... I know he's a projected top three pick, and that's it.
2: Yeah, I don't. I, it's funny. I know more about the, the attitude of his dad than um him actually being a good player, but I guess he's probably going to be second player, uh, number two pick. Because he specifically wants to play for um, L.A., which is not the first time that's happened that a player doesn't want to play at a certain place. So I don't think that's really strange or anything. Has he said he don't want to play for the Celtics? Yeah, he said he wants to, he wants to play in, in L.A. Oh, okay. So well. I mean, but it's not new. That doesn't happen before. Um, I don't know. I I've, I've been keeping up with uh, with uh, with the whole. Uh, the the balls. <laughs> balls. <laughs> uh, Keep it up know. with the balls. As much I, I don't I like the I like the dad. I just feel like his his approach to things may be a little off. But I mean for you to want your kids to to do well and you know not, you know take the regular contracts the kids have to build your own brand, I just I don't understand the problem with that. Um I mean, he's maybe shooting for the moon with his, you know, pricing and shoes. But I was sitting, I was sitting at work and I was wondering, I was looking at some, um, I think, I think it was Baylor had posted, it's these, I, I forget which night, which Jordans they are, but there's some weird off ass color and they've been selling for like five, six, seven, eight hundred $800. And I'm like, how is it that we can justify, uh, jordan's still costing five four five six hundred dollars for like rare ones and you and you pretty much shit on anybody else that makes anything of that sort like mm-hmm. i i don't i don't get the it's like uh it's 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 so hypocritical
3: yeah i i don't I yeah I, I just don't know or care i don't care about either one of the balls <laughs> none, none of the balls yeah i don't care about the balls at all yeah i don't know uh liquid slap said
2: he 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 said he hates the dad and he hopes the kid doesn't play well i'm just like well, damn
3: <laughs> that's what Baylor i mean that's what Baylor was saying man why why you why, why can't you just be supportive? i don't know i' I'm I'm, I'm 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 pro pro uh the
2: ball family just for the fact that you know he has an active dad and he wants to push his kids and you know he wants to make make them a whole bunch of fucking money, so fuck it.
3: Make all the money you fucking can. Fair enough. And I, I don't know what happened to uh guard now. I don't, I can't tell you. I um I don't know if she's. I mean, I still interact with her. Yeah, fully. we interact with her but all the she time. She's on fa- Facebook face- and stuff, uh,
2: but feedback. um I haven't really we haven't heard from her much, but um she's around.
3: <laughs> I tell you, said what up though. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll pull up Jeff's uh, email, and that'll be, I mean, voicemail, and that'll be the last one. He may recorded straight YouTube. He'll leave it. What up,
0: though? All right, so I got to chime in on the, a few of the subjects from the last podcast. Um, on the short end, for one, the Burger King times, way too short. I worked in Fast Food a few times, and when they started installing drive through timers, those times are not realistic, and... I mean, I get it. I wouldn't want to back up and pull through or whatever like that. But at the same time, I understand their frustration because there's times that they try to hold you to just aren't real. Um, uh, On the music tip, 80s music, dog, I'm telling you, 80s music has its place. Like It does have a certain sound to it and it does have a certain vibe to it that's very, very unmistakable. But, and I mean... Tim Hines is a DJ, so he may be able to rebuttal this one, but I just worked a wedding this past weekend, and the 80s music set that I did, dog, everybody was on the floor, that shit was jumping, it's just, it has its place, it's not, it's usually not a cruise and ride around to kind of thing, you can, but as far as like a party scene or a dance scene where you are just trying to go out and have fun, 80s music hits, man, it's just, it, it's, it's got a, it's got the right vibe for it. Um. All right, so the phone's in the back. <laughs> I don't know if you caught the last feedback I sent you and or whatever, where I I kind of explain like the whole marketing aspect behind it and why it makes perfect sense for them to want to, you know, uh, what's the kind of monitor what people can do as far as their material being leaked and all that stuff. But aside from that, there's two major factors that I didn't hear anybody point out when they were voicing either side of it. So, again, like I said, in the other feedback I said, I agree with your frustration behind it, specifically to Mike. I agree with you not wanting to be inaccessible and not wanting to have your phone taken away from you. That much I do agree with. I understand the frustration behind it. I got kids, my kids are pretty much the same age as your kids. However, that doesn't dispute the fact that us feeling that way is just a millennial issue that we have because we're used to it. Because if you think about our parents and from the way you describe Mr. Monotone, I'm assuming he might be close to this age bracket. They left us and were inaccessible. every day like there was no i mean their pa- pagers came along but we was around when there were no cell phones and pagers there was
3: landlines and voice and answer machines mr monotone was contacted via telegraph whenever he was at an uh, event <laughs> to to a, to a the older person on one end
0: is just not gonna, <laughs> they're not they're seeing it from two aspects one that's just something that we're used to so we think it's necessary but it's not. The other
3: aspect that nobody really pointed out was... Before he gets to that aspect, I would also point out, though, that uh, just like they never had cell phones and were inaccessible, but they were inaccessible the entire time, that just like times have changed in that we are accessible because of cell phones, their times should change as well with their events so like i don't want to like to me that would be a shitty argument for say chris rock to go well everybody else in the past used to come to comedy shows without cell phones so you shouldn't need them either them niggas didn't have cell phones we do so totally different shit like like don't don't tell me about how the past used to be because we ain't living in that bitch like we live in an age right now where i can be accessed and i expect to be so don't tell me how well, the I, I, other I, I niggas don't, used to be. Well, I, I
2: don't, well, we haven't finished hearing it yet, but I, I think it's it just, I don't know if it's more so saying we shouldn't live because they did it then, just uh, maybe people who are older or whatever maybe feel that way because they weren't able to or something, just to, to difference like the difference times. Don't, they
3: don't feel a way about it because of
2: that? Maybe so, but I mean, I, I get a time change, you know, I don't think you should be living in a... a, a an archaic, uh, ar- live a archaic uh, way because of how it was, you know. I- yeah,
3: don't take don't take me back to eighties in accessibility and tell me that they used to deal with that in the eighties. Like this ain't the eighties. I'm accessible now, and right. I expect this. I expect to remain that way. <laughs> I'm gonna need a good reason to not be accessible, and it better be goddamn well better than people weren't accessible back in the day. There's a whole lot of shit that happened back in the day That is fucking inexcusable right now (laughs) Slavery We're all voicing
0: it From The customer or spectator point of view And not the point of view of The artist themselves So if you look at it for the fact that an artist That's a business Most people deny that Or disacknowledge the fact that Whatever your art form is Comedy, music whatever that's a business so when you're conducting that you have to conduct it in a way that's most lucrative for you you can't always concern yourself with everybody else's feelings wants and needs so when you break it down to the fact of it's either the comedian's bank account and kids college funds versus the audience bank account or kids college funds then you have to weigh in what level of control do they
3: have over their audience? Oh, that reminds me of my point from Chaffee's email. Because it was the same... Voicemail is the same similar point is the idea of how it affects the artist financially. And he was saying, like, if you don't go, um, then that can make it so that an artist might look like, oh, why ain't nobody coming to my show? Oh, it might be my fuck-ass phone policy. And... That sounds similar to what he's saying. And my retort would be that um, that ain't going to work. <laughs> ain't nobody going to not go. Like, like, And that was my point well, and that was originally. The point, that, but that was the point I made um, a
2: couple of episodes ago was that if people wanted to make a stand to say this, this policy is fucked,
3: they should. But they're not because they're just going to deal with it. And... That point is it's just not going to that point's not going to be made. Like I'm not going to there's going to be there could be a ton of people who are like this is a fuck shit policy. I'm not going to the show. He ain't gonna get that message because his show's gonna sell out regardless, and that's the point that I made when I originally. Well, talked yeah, because it's not like it's, it's, Ideally, it's made. probably
2: not gonna be enough people who just and like and we said that and I remember saying I remember on other episode specifically. There's not. It's probably not gonna be enough people who voice it to the point of that they're just voicing in the circle of whatever their circle is, and that's it. You know.
3: Yeah, his but, money ain't gonna be affected. It's just not. But, I mean, like, if, so, if, if like, enough people
2: felt that way, it could be. But that's you know that's hypothetical, and it may not happen. And enough people,
3: enough people don't feel that way. And even if they do, they're going to be like me and say, well, I really want to see the Chris Rock show. Which is fair. Like, I, I, I still want to see it, so I'm still going to go. But that doesn't mean I have to like the policy. Like, I don't have to be like, no, well, since I want to see Chris Rock, I support this policy. I can go see Chris Rock and then say this is a fuck shit policy. And there's going to be an infinite amount of people who are gonna go to that show and are either don't care about the policy or do care about the policy but still wanna see the show. That message is never gonna come across because he's Chris Rock. People are gonna go regardless. He's never gonna see a hit financially. He's just not. It doesn't matter what policy he enacts. He's gonna see that money. So I don't I can't get behind the idea of him doing that in the under the under the guise of I might lose money if people are have their phones out of their recording because he's not he's just flat out not so like i i can understand why somebody might feel like try to look at it from the artist perspective and say and make that argument but it just don't apply like it's just not gonna happen he's gonna he's gonna make that money like it doesn't matter like if he didn't have his phone policy and everybody that was in that bitch every single soul that was in there Recorded his stand-up and put it on YouTube the next night still gonna sell out the next city still gonna sell out He's still gonna be filthy fucking rich He's still gonna have all the money in the world that Chris Rock desires And it doesn't matter if I record a video or if I don't record a video He made millions and millions of dollars on Whatever he's done there was cell phones existed during his last tour was any time he goes somewhere cell phones existed and every time he goes somewhere again after that, people are still going to fucking go. So I don't I can't really get behind the money idea either. Uh,
0: um, Baylor mentioned. Shout out to Baylor podcast. Uh, Nate Duck. Um, <laughs> a comedian on a low level can't do that because people will not go to their shows. People will return their tickets. Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, they can lock your phone up because you're not gonna say, "Well, fuck them, I'm not going."
3: Proof is in. That's a that's an actual like twist to the to the point. If it was a like low level comedian, I would get it. i <laughs> like he made the opposite point. Like if they if they lock your phone up, you're still gonna go. My point is almost the opposite of that. Like they're still gonna go, so why should I lock my phone up? Whereas, if a low level comedian said, Lock your phone up, I'm going to be like, Well, I get it because if I record your show, people might not come because you're not Chris Rock or Dave Spell.
2: I mean, so I guess the point of it is that the, the want to see them is far greater than pushing for. Reform change. I don't know
3: shit. <laughs> Obama change, we can believe in ass nigga. <laughs> he got four minutes left on his bitch. When
0: you knew you had to put your phone in a bag, as pissed off as you were about the idea, still went. Yep. And 95% of their fan base is gonna do that. So they Which is can exactly afford have to, lock to it up. say. I'm just making you lock your phone up. And then on the aspect of just doing it from a usher standpoint, that leads into them doing what's monetarily most beneficial for them. So if it's one price to hire a company and buy all these bags that you own, and all you have to do is hire the company to come out and activate and deactivate them versus to, and it's paying to do that the hourly rate, For five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten more people, however big the arena is.
3: Shit, Nick, that I just thought of that. Not only is he not going to be hurt by people putting his video up because they're still going to go. He made extra money by paying the people who have that own the bad company. So not only did he not lose money, will he not lose money if he recorded? He got extra money. No, no, he paid out extra money to pay the people who operate the little zip-line That's zip possible. By bag well, that's possible
2: without promotion for them?
3: Yeah, but like that's 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 them. But like for him personally as Chris Chris Rock, right? Say you stand to make uh we'll say it's it's undoubtedly not this much. But say on a single show, just for a round number, you stand to make a million dollars, right? If everybody who comes records the next night, you're still going to sell out, you're still going to have your million dollars. If you now if you lock the bags up, if you get the bags, you got to lock that up now that one million dollars in ticket sales, a portion of that has to go to the company who runs the the bag deal. Right. So now instead of making a million dollars, now you making say, nine hundred thousand dollars because you paid one hundred thousand dollars to the bag people. So it's almost like now it's almost further in my point, because if he hadn't done that, he could have made his million dollars on the show. And he might have been like, yeah, people might be recording it. But like I said, you're still going to make the same million the next night. Ain't nobody going to not go. But now you also paying that's, the that's speculative, people. That, that's speculative that they're being paid so much. I would have thought that something like. I'm just using numbers. But the point is, they could be paid $2. But it's still a million versus 999998 Like you're still paying somebody else that you wouldn't have to pay otherwise. But it's not going to affect your money if you don't have them at all. You still gonna get the money regardless, but now you also gotta pay them. You you see what I'm saying? I mean, I, I get that point. I just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Your exasperated sigh, <side>, like,
2: <sighs> no, because we've been going three episodes of this shit, so <laughs> I just feel like we've made every fucking point we could possibly make about the shit.
3: Yeah, and I think we've also made the point that. You ain't gonna convince—not you personally, but ain't nobody about to convince me that this was a good idea. <laughs> no, I mean because <laughs> no. I have a retort for every point, <laughs> so I'm the, I, like I'm not having my Ray J moment. I mean, like, yeah, oh, I mean, right? Like that has no,
2: and I, and I and I yeah, I mean, and I don't know. I mean, we 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 push we push feedback, you know, because you know we we know we we like our uh, listeners and so forth, but you know, I don't the like same the same the same points. <laughs> I disagree with about it in three episodes ago, the same point cycle, but it's not worth arguing about it. So just like it's not gonna change, you know, any views. It's not gonna change the the, the system of of bags at fucking shows and people are gonna do whatever the fuck they want to do anyway. So, you know, it's I don't know, it's almost that a the beating the dead horse.
3: Otis is tired uh, of the conversation, y'all. <laughs> no more emails about back phones and bags because Otis is fed the fuck up. We ain't making no new points. We making the same. points. Well, point. they making new? They, well, we're not making any new points. They're making new points. I just have answers for them. Yeah,
2: it, it, <laughs> but, it, but it's not still like personal preference and shit. So it's uh-huh.
3: like, where's he at? How far are he get? Three and a half minutes. Okay, left.
0: Literally, it just makes more sense and is easier. I promise I won't comment on the bad to thing say, for the rest of this video. Just lock their phones up. I don't want to risk crazy. it. I don't want to have to monitor it. I don't even want to have to think about it. Just lock their shit up then there's no way that this could possibly happen. Because, I mean, like like you said, they could throw them out, true enough, but even when they did that, their material still got leaked. When they started this shit with the bags, their material didn't get leaked. And the artists, the the more popular artists who don't do it, their shit gets out. The artists who do it, their shit doesn't get out. I mean... Compare Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock to like Cat Williams. Cat doesn't do it. Shit gets out. At least I don't think he does it. And aside from that, I, I mean, I don't think for the most part, I don't think it's about them just not wanting you to do it. I think that was a Beyonce thing because she's a fucking diva and she's out of her mind, bitch. <coughs> and I know a lot. I know some female artists do that. Yeah, I say a female. I, don't I was care just about to say I'm that. <laughs> um, watch out, but, dog. <laughs> I mean, other than that, I think it's just it's a matter of them wanting to do the most viable option to protect their money in the long run that's that's pretty much how i see it and like i said if you look at if you listen to the, the one i sent you before i I've, I've even experienced and seen it experienced where having your material out like that can cost you future money the money you already have in the bank as far as ticket sales yeah that's a wrap but your future money is most is a it's, it's most certainly affected. And like I said, I've seen it happen.
3: To I disagree. Um, OK, in Chris Rock's case, I
0: disagree. As far as Joe Button. Um, I mean, all right. So you said Joe Button is just dumb, flat out dumb. And Joe buttoning is a bad thing or whatever. But I mean, think of it this way. Are you gonna make the Joe and Button smart point? I don't agree or disagree or <laughs> whatever, but my point of view on that is Joe Button's podcast, I would be willing to bet, is in the top five. I haven't looked it up, but and I meant to, but I mean it's probably up there. He's on everybody else's and their radio shows. Um, and now he's doing this daily thing with complex. And Button ain't put, I don't know when the last time Button was to put out music, and I'm a fan. I know his last hit was probably Pump It Up. So that was a not good probably. decade or more and ago. And also, not his last but yet hit. But he's hit. still popping, <laughs> he's still out doing stuff. He is. So, to some degree, Joe Button, as you coined it, might not be that bad. I Which is a good thing Because uh, Mr. Monotone to, had did, a point yeah. You was Joe Budden in a little bit Stop Just <laughs> a little bit my dog Alright then I'm sure you're gonna shade the fuck out of me On that last comment And you know I'll accept it um, All love, But Like I said Dude is popping His shit is out here And people talk about Joe Budden Damn near every day And it ain't about his music So I don't know Something to think about Alright Peace I mean, I think
2: his uh, well, the part of him being like stupid dumb that that, that was Mike's your uh, point. I don't think he's that fucking dumb, stupid. But I think his antics is what sells. It's not his music or whatever. And
3: that don't make him smart.
2: And that doesn't make him smart. That just think that just that 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 that's like it doesn't uh, Yachty's opinions on and being level headed doesn't make him a good rapper. He's still a trash rapper, but he may have a a decent head on his shoulders. So you know, none of that. None of the the intelligence factors, you know, on, a, on you know, in having a conversation, doesn't you know make him a better artist or anything. Um, button is is popular because of his antics um, and shit. Bad people do. Um, I'm gonna say bad people do. Bad people get you know good accolades all the time. AKR Our fucking president. So mm-hmm. bad. I mean, good bad. I'm nah, I'm, I'm <laughs> tripping. Um, terrible people can can really get pushed in this in this day and age um but yeah his it's i it's just
3: really just his fucking antics is why he's really out here i mean his his point is strong in that he's doing something right because he still exists in an age where his last his only hit is from the the late 90s and he's still uh, might not probably not the late 90s more recent than that but um pump it up from wherever pump it up is from is his only hit and he has somehow managed to continue to exist in the hip-hop culture and be prominent and relevant in 2017 without putting out music that is lasting which is major
2: because it's probably it it probably that probably wasn't a a money-making point for him like For him, you know, being in music, I would assume, and I don't know, I I don't listen to much of Buttons uh, shit, but I would assume that probably, you know, monetary gain from music was probably... His only move, unless you know, other than maybe in, you know whatever he does with his money, um. Mm-hmm. So this is something extra that you know probably he never thought he would even be doing, and you know is actually working. So I don't know. I don't I don't really subscribe to the to to those sort of th- of wanting to listen to him more, um. Especially after I don't know I'm jaded after that Yachty interview. Like I, <laughs> it was just it was just so bad, man. You know, and I feel like he may have a decent knowledge base about the business of music and so forth, but. He's nothing I have to listen to, Um, but I'm really. But at the same time, I'm curious about. Someone was telling me about another episode that uh, of of that complex show he had with some other artists, and I can't recall who it is. So my curiosity is killing me, but I don't know. I'm just not a. I'm not a a, a fan of his to to constantly patronize his shit. Yeah,
3: and I would wonder too if like, let's just work under the assumption that. This is calculated by him, right? Mm-hmm. That his you got an album coming up. <laughs> no, no, oh. I mean like his his uh his brand of what he does, his buttoning or whatever, is a smart business move because he knows that he's gonna have his he's gonna get his podcast plays or downloads. He's gonna get his TV appearances. He's gonna have his show. These are smart business moves on his part. Mm-hmm. If we give him that credit, he's still dumb. Like he might he might be oh no, like yeah, dumb yeah, in that, a practical sit practical a, yeah, sense. That, and like, that, so like he might be a smart businessman businessman. He might have a smart business acumen or he also just might have a manager who's smart. But what he actually says is dumb. So like he's still dumb. Like so so, yeah. but, uh, so to Jeff's point, whatever he's doing, it he he's making the right moves because he's he's remaining relevant without putting out music that's relevant. But He's still dumb and he's one of those people who is dumb and thinks that he's smart and says things in a smart tone of voice. And you got simple niggas out there who think that he's smart because he's he speaks in a way that conveys that what he's saying is is worthwhile. But the actual words that he speaks are dumb. So he's still dumb, but he might he may have a strong business IQ or his manager has a strong business IQ.
2: And it comes off interesting. Just think about all the, the random twitter people who are have no content or whatever say the most dumbest shit and are the most popular people online Ooh, segue so i mean just in general i, I don't have anything else with that but <laughs> you know is bad publicity could be good publicity it seems publicity is a hard word to say especially you know two in the morning after off of, off of jam yeah off off of Jameson, and shit. yeah yeah so Publicity. publicity. Publicity you want to add an extra L publicity. Pu- yeah, yes. Publicity.
3: Yeah. Publicity. So speaking of people who are online who say dumb shit, let's talk about Feminista Jones for a minute. <laughs> this dumb bitch. I can't stand feminista Jones, dog. Like so you mentioned uh earlier in the week that she tweeted something like, Hey, let's just to piss men off, let's uh um respond affirmatively to their compliments like like oh oh, you look nice today i know thank you know i know like shit like that and my problem with her is and this is what i said man this is like straight like episode one mm-hmm. shit Fair is right. the fact that feminism is a good idea that is trumpeted by the worst fucking people and she seems to be someone who thinks that you are a feminist if you're, like, man-bashing. And she just comes off like a bitter bitch. And, like, that is entirely irritating to me. Like, it's not... That don't make you a feminist, dog. Like, feminism is not anti-man. It's pro-woman. So why are you out here just, like, trolling and, like, talking shit about men for shits and giggles? Like, that shit is weak as fuck. And it's funny that And then art- weak-minded bitches buying into it and shit. And then that
2: article, it says, you know... She joking like she jokingly tweeted like no it wasn't a joke she just doesn't fucking di- dig men and she just whatever dig
3: she can do she does and she's been doing it for years yeah and it's years. like years you get people who like I posted an article on your wall and somebody immediately popped up like how is she I said she was wretched how is she wretched and, it's and I like, was like I cannot deal I <laughs> yeah I was it. like you can delete it I can't because it's like why would you like, I'm not going to sit here and, one, have this discussion, but, two, if you, like, if you a Facebook person, you aren't even really, to me, qualified to speak on her because you don't know what she's been doing all this damn time. Like, I know what she's been doing all this damn time because I see this bitch in my damn
2: Twitter feed. Way before she was any any popular person or whatever, she was just this angry, man-hating chick or whatever. So. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, he I won't
3: say "bitch." I'll say it I freely. Can't,
2: I can't deal with her. <laughs> I can't deal with her at all. And and the fact that the article that the, the article made it seem like you know she was just innocent, jokingly woman, you know, um, making a uh, 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 a humorous moment out of it. And no, she no. and
3: she was like she if her point whatever it may be was to uh, show how men can be shitty. Your point is not really valid to me if you're baiting them into being shitty. Like, her whole point, her whole purpose was to essentially bait negative reactions out of guys. And she might have done that and got 99 out of 100 great reactions. But she's only going to post the ones that feed into what she's trying to convey, which is men ain't shit. So she might have got, she might have pulled that little stunt and got mad guys who were just like, who responded positively or who didn't engage her or anything that doesn't feed into her men ain't shit thesis. So like if you are out here baiting men into feeding into this idea that you want to perpetrate of men ain't shit, you ain't shit. Like that's not, that's not, that's not proof that men, men are bad. It's just proof that you're a cunt. Like that's all it really is. And like, I I can't stand her. And I really can't stand the fact that she puts it as feminism. Like, that's that's so to me, like, I don't like women who back that because, like, you aren't you aren't supporting feminism like you're supporting man hating for no reason. Like, that's not what it's about. Like, and that just comes off bitter. Like, if she was married, I'd be like, you must have like or she said she had a man or something like that. I must be like, how much did you pay this nigga? Because there's no way that like you are happy. Like, I can't see you being happy if all you do is, like, man bash or try to, like, prove a point that men ain't shit. Like, you sound hurt and bitter, and that is not feminism. And as a a man who I want to support any kind of movement that I feel betters people, as much negativity as I put out there, my negativity is only like a reaction to fuck shit. In general, I support... Everybody for what they want to do. Like I support gay people. I support feminism. I support trans people. I support any kind of thing that especially if you're if you're of a group that is largely shit upon. Right. Like I don't like to see the underdog shit upon. So if you're a minority and you getting shit on, I'm going to support you because I want you to get the respect that you deserve. She's taking advantage of that. Like feminism is about women being able to be women without Recourse, like without feeling like you have to be held to a certain standard. It's about pro woman. It's not about anti man. So if you out here taking a a good cause and framing it in a way that makes it negative, you're a bitch. So like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna support that. And I think it's weak that like women are buying into that shit so easily. And I just wonder like how <laughs> the, the whole joke that she did. Like
2: how how, how would a man. How should a mayor even respond
3: to the to that though? If you compliment somebody, there's like, no yeah. good way because you're being a bitch on purpose. So, like, can you imagine? Right, put yourself in this in that scenario. Say you're a single guy and you you DM a chick and you you shoot your shot. Like, you know, you hey, you look good today. Uh, oh, that's a nice outfit. Uh, oh, you looking banging or whatever? She's like, I know. How are you spoke? How are you supposed to respond to that? That's a bitch. That's a bitch move. Like that's some fucked up shit to say. So if I say that's fucked up, that don't make me a bad guy to respond to your fucked up statement by saying it's fucked up. Like, so you're doing a fucked up thing and baiting these reactions out of guys and then framing it in a way that makes it look like, oh, men, men just can't handle you being confident. Like, bitch, that ain't what it is. Like she takes all kinds of shit and like, just puts it in a context that is totally not what's going on. Like, that's not men being shitty. That's you being shitty and then saying, hey, look how men can't accept a woman being confident. Like, look how men can't do this. Look how men, like, no, you're being a bitch on purpose. Like, yeah. what What point are you proving?
2: Yeah, I seen that. I was just like, yeah, this is just all bad. And then to see an article making it just, you know, supporting her weird ass fuck shit as agenda is just even more infuriating it, it oh it not almost but to the point that i don't even want to have conversations with people who sub who support her but don't really get what she's doing
3: which if you support her you don't get what she's doing so that's pretty much everybody really but um so did you have anything else you want to mention on that I no. want to give out a quick fuck her. Nah, that's cool. I, I'm glad you
2: brought up because I kinda forgot about it. So yeah. yeah, good shit.
3: So um this morning was it this morning or was it yesterday morning? My, no, it was yesterday morning. Um I was listening to, to um channel nine five five and they were talking about um hmm, what were they talking about? I don't know what they were talking about, but one of the guys that is one of the radio He's not one of the hosts, but he's, like, one of the guys that, I guess, is, like, you know, goes out to the parties. Like, one of the street people and shit. He was, like, uh... He mentioned, uh... Damn, I wish I could put in the proper context of what they were talking about. Because he popped in with his comment, and then it shifted the whole conversation. Ah, fuck. What was it? Um, Yeah, I'm curious as fuck now, dog. It has to do with, um... Like hygiene for men. Okay. And he said something like, Why don't they just wear man ponds? And I was like, The fuck is that? Like I'm looking at it, I'm like, What the fuck is a man pond? Like and I thought he said pawn, like like a chess piece. I'm like, what the fuck is a man pawn? And he's like, Man ponds and like they were talking about whatever they were talking about. And then like, the radio host was like, Wait, 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 wait. And like whoever was on the phone was like, Wait, 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 wait. like like somebody called in after that was like, Wait. Can we talk about what what was he talking about? What is manpon? So the conversation shifted. And he made it sound like it's a thing that men do, right? And i like, okay, so what the fuck is that? I've never heard of that. He said it's like, if you are out and you're like oh, I remember the context was uh men who wear thongs. Cause there was a there was a chick who called Okay, I, now I remember. So I, I could I could paint the picture now. Okay. So what happened was they had a segment about um like they have something called uh, I don't know the name of the segment, but it's about two people who went on a date and the usually the guy is wondering. No, no it's easy. it can be the girl sometimes, too, is wondering why after their date that the person didn't call them back. And they're like, you know, I thought the date went well. Why didn't you call me back? So the segment usually has the, the person who didn't call back on the line, too. And they basically talk on the air about what went wrong on their date that caused... The one person to not call back, whether it was a man or a woman. And so in this segment, the guy called in. He's like, you know, I went on this date with this chick. I thought the date went really good. Uh, we smashed. This is totally messy, by the way. Yeah. It's a fact that... <laughs> it, it is super messy. And he's like, you know, we smashed on the date. I thought it went good. I usually don't do one-night stands. And, you know, I, you know, I thought the date went so well. And we fucked, and like I was trying to call her, and she never, she never picked up, she never answered, she never called me back, she didn't answer any of my texts, blah blah blah. So they get the chick on the line, and they're like, "So what happened on this date?" She's like, "Yeah, the date was cool." He's like, "Y'all fucked?" Like, "Yeah, we fucked." And he's like, "So why didn't you call him back?" He was like, "Cause when I, though no, they asked like, was was it that the sex was bad?" She was like, "It was okay, like you know whatever, like she didn't say it was bad, she didn't say it was great, she was like it was okay." Like, so why you didn't call him back? He was like, because I couldn't get over the fact that he was wearing a thong. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? So they had a whole segment with dudes calling in. They was like, if you a guy, you know, do guys wear thongs? Like, call in if you're a guy who wears a thong and, you know, tell us, you know, why you wear thongs. And, like, people were talking about, you know, how it's weird the guys wear, a, of a guy that's wearing thongs and shit, how that's weird. And then the 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 other guy, the random, you know, street street guy was like, uh, why don't they just wear manpons? Like, what the fuck is that shit? So it shifted from guys wearing thongs to what the fuck is a manpon? So he's like, yeah, you know, you might be out golfing and shit, and you, it's hot and you're sweating. He's like, you might just like roll up some toilet paper and just stick that shit like between your ass cheeks and across your tank, out of here. And, and and it stops your ass cheeks from getting wet and shit like that. Like, What's, what the fuck? So They're this- like, doesn't that, isn't that messy? Like. He's like, you change it out and shit. And I'm like, what do you, mean you change, change it out, out dog? Like, like you re up on the man pond and shit. And he's like, well, like if it's all if you if you out and you sweating and your ass sweating and you got toilet paper and stuck in your ass, like, don't that make the toilet paper like all like that's shredding like, and that's all that like kind of shit? even more uncomfortable. Yeah, do and it's like, like what is like, don't that make it even worse? Like, you got now you got like torn up ass, wet toilet paper, like how do you take that shit out like what the fuck he made it sound like this is a common thing and i was deeply deeply fucking disturbed like i've never heard of that
2: i don't think it's a common thing i mean swamp ass as i've heard it happens Mm -hmm. you just get hot shit happens i mean it's close quarters but i've never heard of anybody sticking fucking tissue up their ass to stop the the sweat. To soak up the sweat. Maybe you go to the bathroom and you take care of it, but you're not walking out with a fucking wad of tissue in your leg. Like, (laughs) what the fuck, dude? No, that's not a thing, dude. That can't be a thing.
3: And it just cycles back to what I've been saying for 131 episodes that white people are fucking dirty. Like, that's so fucking gross, dog. Like, who is doing that shit? It's always white folks. Like, bringing up shit that i never like listen to channel 95 i'll be hearing shit like y'all do that like what the fuck is this dog like they be bringing up shit making it sound commonplace and it's some gross dirty shit that they do and i'm just like it just dog, it just all cycles back to like totally why are y'all so fucking dirty and gross insane i would have never thought motherfuckers do that dog, like can you even imagine like like i'm sure everybody's listening like what the fuck like guys do that? No, they do not do that. At least black guys don't. That might be a thing in a white community. I don't know. You let us know, uh, DJ, you are our resident white guy. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> let me know if man pine is a thing, but I'm, I'm sorry, pretty I'm,
2: sure it ain't. I'm sorry that you're tasked with that. But yeah, that's I mean, unfortunate. It is, it is what it is.
3: For my constant thesis of white people being dirty, I you gotta like, and be to wonder it.
2: Like, I feel like he's gonna tell us, hell the fuck nah. So, I just... But then again, he eats New York pizza, so you
3: never know. <laughs> 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 He might be the type of dude to, like, roll up toilet paper and put Ooh, it across his even tank. That doesn't
4: sound right,
2: dude. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, that's, that's nasty as fuck. Yeah. And then you got to dig in your ass to pull this net. Na- oh, yeah.
3: man. And like I said, it's sticking. It's probably tearing off and shit. You got a little fucking flecks of toilet paper stuck on you. Man, can you imagine? Uh, no, I So cannot. fucking gross. I don't And think- this motherfucker said he changed it out. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What are you changing out? Man. Well I know what you're changing out, but fuck. Even grosser is I was at uh I was at uh, a bar, uh like a the beach bar by my job today before I came over here, and we were talking to somebody about the man pond, and I'm like, So yeah, I heard about this man pond shit. And she's like, She thought she knew what it was because she had heard about it. Well she no, thought no, she no. well she thought she had heard about it. What she heard is even worse. <laughs> She was like, isn't that like a like a butt plug or whatever? I'm like, no, I wasn't that. She was like, I heard that, like, if you're like a gay guy and you're like a like a bottom, like you take it that your ass can just be like loose and like you could just have like leakage or like just just shit happening back there. And they have like butt plugs that they put in to kind of like just keep it all together. No, and I'm like, you mean no. to tell me like you, they be shoving butt plugs in to keep the like asshole from dangling? Like what the fuck kind of shit? Like no, nah, nah, that's, that's crazy, nah, dog. I mean,
2: that's – yeah, I've, I've never heard that one. Um No, and I, I never <laughs> want to hear about it. like <laughs> and,
3: and you think – and people actually think that homosexuality is a choice. Who would choose to do that? <laughs> Who would choose to live that life? Oh. <laughs> like, I'm going to choose to live the life of uh, my assholes dangling. So let me put a butt plug in there I so I can it. But I guess if you're a top, you don't got to worry about it.
2: I don't <laughs> right? know. I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm all for people, you know,
3: doing what they do. But I don't have. I don't even have to have any, any more questions. I don't have. Yeah. Of all the choices to make in the world, you're going to decide. Like, you know what? I could be straight, but I'm going to just be gay, and I'm just going to let my asshole dangle out, and I'm going to put a butt plug in to make sure that it's cool. I'm going to be ridiculed. I'm not going to have the rights of everybody else. I'm going to keep it a secret, and uh, I'm going to do all these things intentionally because gay is not actually a thing. It's just a choice I made. Like, I don't understand how you can hear about all the shit that gay people have to deal with, no pun intended. All the shit that gay people have to deal with... And think that they do it on purpose, like just, just on choice. Like, yeah, this is just this is just the life that I want to live. I, I'm straight, but you know what? I'm just gonna decide to deal with all the shit that gay people have to deal with. Like, fuck out of here, man. Ridiculous. So our last topic is the topic that has been blowing up Twitter all day: the fucking rompum. <laughs> The Man Romper. How did that even become a topic? What is, Was that just an article that got posted and then it just... It, I, it started, I think, as a Kickstarter. I think the first thing I saw of it, it was a Kickstarter. Like, this was actually... It was the same day as I saw about the Man Pond. Like, it was later in the day, it was a Kickstarter about male romp- rompers. And then it turned into, like, a whole thing. And where do you stand on Man Rompers, sir? Are you going to cop? You are going to cop one with uh Stevie Wonder on it or some shit? <laughs> well, first no. I have no interest in it. Where- well, other than it just looks <laughs> It's weird. like you changed your mind like,
2: "Well, no, maybe no, no, I no. would." No, <laughs> no. First the answer is always is always going to be no if ever no. But it just looks uncomfortable. It it, it looks like a it looks like a, a mechanic suit that got cut up. And, and it's just uncomfortable. It look it doesn't look it doesn't look free. It just looks con- con- confining like I mean, fashion aside, whatever, you know, people want to do fashion-wise, actually just doesn't even look comfortable.
3: I feel like the crotch went right up like a motherfucker True, when because you sit every, down. On
2: uh, uh, um, all the pictures that I've seen initially, it was like shorts that cut in like mid-thigh, and then you got this short ass. And all this is connected, so it's like, you know, say if you, you know, if your shirt get kind of tight, you know, say your shirt tight on one side, you got your shirt tucked, you kind of loosen it up or whatever. It's separate from the pants. But all that's one piece like that's a that's like a that's a new age onesie (laughs) (laughs) nah i'm i'm good i i see myself and i i I probably can answer you already because i
3: don't see uh, fashion is so wild now dog like it's so much shit that men wear nowadays and it it makes me wonder like i like I, i i'm gonna preface this statement by again reiterating the fact that i am incredible incredibly supportive of gay people huge supporter but and this now i'm not gonna even say but because this has nothing to do with gay people i wonder what like, what happened to masculinity like why is masculinity not cool anymore like why is it that like if you wear some like some totally like womanly shit that it's uncool to be like hey why are you dressing like a woman like <laughs> like it's it's now it's like it's so taboo to say that a man is dressing like a bitch. <laughs> like. And when I say a bitch, I don't mean a woman. I just mean like a bitch. Like you dressing like a bitch. Like why is that so uncool to the point where now it's almost trendy to dress like a bitch? Like if you look at Russell, Wils- Russell Westbrook's wardrobe, it's all dressing like a bitch. It's all horribly ugly, like weird looking, semi-feminine shit. I mean, I don't know. It's like why is masculinity not cool? I feel like the the
2: PC the PC response would probably be that you know people want to do wherever they want to be want to be comfortable in the things that they do, whatever.
3: But that's not what's
2: happening. But I just don't feel like that's that's it though. Like some of this some of the stuff just seems like it's just attention seeking. That's exactly what it is. And so it's just like, yeah, I don't I don't get it, and and
3: I don't get it. I just don't get it. Um. It's just that we've shifted into this thing where it's trendy to be different. But and and being different has gotten so extreme that it's it's shifted to like completely out of the realm of masculinity. It's like you got guys wearing like jeggings and fucking like tight ass skinny jeans that flood. You got guys wearing fucking like everything that cam newton wears you got guys wearing everything that russell westbrook wears and it's become so uncool to say that you look stupid or that you're dressing like a woman or you're dressing like a bitch like that shit's become so taboo and so politically incorrect that it's shifted to where now that's the thing like that's what you got that's what you're doing to be the forefront of fashion and to me that is a at fashion's detriment. I mean,
2: I don't know. I I I
3: don't
2: I don't consider the shit they're doing. I don't know if I really factor in uh, masculinity as much, but I think it's I, I think it's just bad fashion. It's just it is. it's
3: horrible looking. I don't know if a I factor I, of it is the masculinity part, but there's but a I mean, I think, There's a lot know, of the shit that's still like not exactly not masculine, but, I, I feel like, but, but I, I, it's just bad. I don't know.
2: I I feel like uh, the uh, A part of, I guess, masculinity that's 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 wanted is more of a brute. uh, I don't know, fucking typical men clothing or whatever. I don't Mm. know if it. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to factor in masculinity as much as just. I just think it's just this horrible fashion.
3: I think it's both. It's it's horrible fashion. Like so, you can cite like Cam Newton's an example of horrible fashion but it has nothing to do with masculinity like he always dressed like a sharecropper he's like looking <laughs> like the fucking like he belongs on a cream of wheat box like he looks like a fucking joke it's just bad fashion but then and then you look at a guy like Russell Westbrook and he's like constantly dressing in a way that's like that's not even masculine that's just like you're just like or like uh what's his face um fucking uh young thug buying fucking uh girls blouses from target and wearing them as like shirts and shit like that. Like it shifted to that. Like I saw a picture of like a uh, little Uzi Vert wearing some shit you like know, I've, uh
2: I've seen that picture.
3: Yeah, where he looked like he like injected every needle in every sight possible and he's wearing like some like off the shoulder type blouse yeah, looking shit. Thing is like, are, like, are, you,
2: are you comfortable with this or
3: is it just one of the things you just want the, the attention of it? Like I it's the latter. It's all about the attention. And it's all about the idea now that the weirder, the better, like the more unusual it is for you to wear it, the more likely you are to wear it. If you're somebody who's famous, yeah, it's like going to give you all that. Attention. It's almost like
2: people don't want to be in this box or whatever. But then they're just now you're just you're in like a, a fish tank now. Everybody looking at your crazy ass like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs>
3: I like that. You don't want to be in a box, now you in a fish tank. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: just I don't know. Is it is that attention is what people want? I don't know. I I like I say it's, it's horrible fucking fashion. I I I don't. I'm not gonna be in women's silk shirts, no rompers. Um, I mean next are they gonna bring like you know socks with the ball on the back, niggas? You know, busting those <laughs> like I don't know. I it's just poor poor fashion. It's just it's a t- some a lot of it seems to be a teaching, uh, attention seeking. Uh. Just terrible. I, I'm not I'm not subscribing to it. I'm keeping hey when I hit the when I hit the big game, I will have an endless pair of cargo shorts and pants <laughs> and tees. That's it. Yeah. I'm not fucking with anything. I just want to be comfortable.
3: Yeah, and it's pretty hard to be comfortable in a romper, I would think. Dude, I feel like that does you sit seem down, that crotch crease is gonna like. That's clutch that one your balls piece. Up. So whatever
2: that whatever <laughs> moves, the shorts move, everything's going there. So it's all <laughs> one piece.
3: Like, <laughs> you can't adjust like oh me. Pull my pants down a little bit. Nah, uh, you gotta, no, you can't. It's Nick, all there. You
2: go. You go to the bathroom. Take a shit. You gotta take that bitch off. <laughs> like you gotta. You gotta. I just. I'm just picturing some dude putting this, and that's just a horrible picture. But uh, trying to put on this romper and it's too small, so he laying on the be- on his back on his <laughs> bed with his feet up, trying to get the, the whole fucking bodysuit on. Like,
3: trying to get that bitch to zip up from the crotch to the neck. Like, dude. The, <laughs> I'm I'm willing
2: to bet that the guys that wear them they uh wipe uh front to back, back to front, just, <laughs> just constantly, just sit down to P.S. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, no rompers here, dog.
3: Yep. So that's all I got.
2: Um, yeah, that's all we got. Uh, it's funny. Uh, homeboy, Chief, he was, in our, we was in our uh, chat group and he was asking about, uh, how to find, you know, our, uh, podcast. I don't know if he was going to, you know, suggest someone, um, we are literally on pretty much every platform online, to post our normal ones are SoundCloud, um, iTunes, but I I so I did a search because our podcast name is spelt very unique, where it's not much out there that that's not related to our podcast. Mm-hmm. So you spell our uh, dude, I just did. This is weird. I was sitting here. I did a, a um update on my phone, and not a the keyboards changed. This is dumb. Um, so if I do a search of what up though podcast um and google the first thing comes up is soundcloud then apple music then stitcher then podcast.com do you remember putting the shit on podcast.com nope uh uh player fm uh Cloud. how the fuck we get on mixcloud mm, being great so yeah we are pretty <laughs> much on every uh possible platform if you spell our name right and put uh our podcast wdup doe you're going to find us pretty much everywhere so um you pass that along but um we enjoy our feedback we want to thank everybody for all of the feedback it was pretty dope keep it coming um you can email us uh, uh email us at um what up though podcast at gmail you can um us in, in on facebook you can inbox our individual Twitters. Mine is Blaine Otis. His is Micro Underscore Aaron. Um, yeah, we have a lot of a lot of avenues. So there's plenty of ways to get to us versus video, audio, text, whatever. I think we I think we have all of the mediums I for w- contacting us. I would us. say so. So if you listen on uh, iTunes, please rate us on there. Pretty much uh, much appreciated. Uh, share links. You know, uh, keep 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 the the good word going.
4: Yep. (laughs) And other than that, we'll see you guys uh, next time. Yep. Peace. Peace.